Hey everyone, this is Joel. And I'm Kyron. And this week we discovered you can't take the sky away from Sean Murray. So join us for another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. everyone to another episode of the dialogue options podcast with your ever faithful hosts joel mcdonald that is me and as always my very very good friend and co-host mr kyron morrison how are you doing good sir joel i am pooped it has been a long week and i am i am just straight up pooped but i'm here yeah dude dude i'm um, I'm pooped (laughs) i'm wrecked today was like my one day off pretty much this week so man uh yeah we're we're old it's 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 a thing it's fine but yeah oh I was also up at like eight this morning to be to to travel out to a friend's place an hour away. To I mean, what time did you get up? Did you go to bed the night before? Because I mean, being up at eight for me oh. isn't a big issue. But if you had a late night, then I went to sleep. I was in bed and probably asleep by. I was in bed by two, and I was asleep by two thirty. I think. Okay. All right. It's pretty good yeah, for then me. Then it's it's just old age then. Yeah. No, it is. It's just like I can't stay up and and. Yeah, four hours of sleep would be fine. No, um, but yeah, no, it's it's good. What's been happening apart from apart from work and and being generally old and tired? <laughs> Honestly, not a great deal. Uh, yep. we, I haven't had a huge amount of time for games, but for one game I have played, I've played way more of it than, of it than I thought I would. Yep. Uh, but yeah, like honestly. Attack on Titans back now, so I've been watching it for say, the first two episodes of that have been incredible to watch. Nice, I need to catch up uh, on that. You do. They're very good. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I also binged the Persona 5 anime up until its latest episode. I also so need to catch up on that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what it was. Like, I was, like, last Monday I had nothing to do, and I'd finished, like, I'd finished the second episode of Attack on Titan for this season. I was like, what should I... You know what, Anime Lab? I'm going to watch... Persona Five because there's like ten episodes for me to watch. Why not? Yeah, uh, it was a it was a solid few hours. Um, but and you know it's that's still not the best way to enjoy that game. That game story. The game is obviously the best way, but it oh, gets the job done. Yeah, it, it hits the it hits the cliff notes that it needs to hit. Yeah, yeah, they're up to they've, they've just obtained Futaba. So, oh nice. Oh, okay, I think the beach episode is next. <laughs> oh, they're definitely gonna catch up. Yes. Fuck. All right. That the might hijinks. be. That might be. That might be put, putting that on uh, while I edit this tomorrow after work. Yeah. And um, Joel, just if you really want to suffer, like last weekend, it was like Wonder Fest in Japan, and <sighs> Jesus Christ, man! Like at this, like eventually, all of the Persona like main party will exist in like Figma form, which is insane. Oh, Kyron, why do you wait till the fucking episode to do this and just disappoint me? Then I'm not going to be able to own them. Because I want you to feel the same pain that I feel. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. That's totally fair. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean but, uh, a, 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 apart from, like, cool collecting things, uh, on the on the topic of cool collecting things, um, there's also that uh, that new D.Va Nerf gun that's coming out next year. Which I, w- that, which I will have. 
oh yeah, I'm buying the shit out of that. Because 100%. I remember when Blizzard, Blizzard were like, yeah, we're going to team up with Nerf to do Overwatch weapons. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, the first one they revealed idea. was Reaper's shotgun. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Oh, I haven't even seen that. That was the first one they did. Like, so the okay. first one is Reaper's shotgun. And then I was, so that basically set my standards. Not, I mean, cause it's still cool, but I don't know. I don't play as Reaper, yeah. so screw it. I was just like, get okay, Hanzo cool. bow next. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly thought it would be Hanzo because he'd be so easy because there's already Nerf bows, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, no, we're getting we're getting Diva's little gun for when she's out of her mech, and I am all about that. And it looks good too because it's like it nice does. and small. It doesn't take up a whole yep. bunch of space. Yeah, no, it's cool. I like that a lot. Maybe I'll try and work on like a a, a, a gender bent Diva. <laughs> Diva. I'll get Don't one forget, of those morph suits. Don't forget your Doritos and your Mountain Dew. Oh, I should Essential do. I should parts. do. I should do Gremlin Diva for sure. Yeah, that'd be has fun. To be I know. Diva. Yeah, I'll make the the fucking cardboard box mech. <laughs> yes, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> yes, cardboard box mech. Yes. Yeah, uh, there was a couple at PAX last year, and they they made me yeah. so happy every time I saw them. I was like, yes, oh, you so are good. doing this right. <laughs> I'll try and join in with the fucking the giant um Overwatch cosplay photo. I'll just be like, hey, in the background. And there's gonna be there's gonna be extra characters of them to pick from this year, Joel. So who knows how it's big true, that group's yeah. gonna be? Man, Speaking I saw some of the stuff from like um hurtling towards yeah. us. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I know, right, dude? I bought my ticket this week. Um, it's purchased. Uh, apart from that, I also bought a ticket to see Arnie Don alive again <laughs> the week before pack or the week after pack. Sorry. Um, yeah, my end of year is getting pretty stacked. I gotta I gotta I slow my roll. I don't think I've got a free weekend in the foreseeable future yeah. at this point yeah at this point pretty much yeah my work is fine yeah, it's, it's fun it's fun doing stuff but yeah work-life it's, balance it's work fun life to balance sit <laughs> sitting yep, is yep. good <laughs> it's all right but it's also fun to go and see like auntie donna perform it's true like best freestylers in the world live on stage it, so, it absolutely is true yes. i cannot fucking wait for that have you watched the Domino's Pizza special yet? Have you had a chance no, to? No, I, ha- I have not. Uh, but I have I watched, watched the trailer the... for the, the uh, for the tour, and it was amazing. Oh, the trailer's amazing. Um, I watched the the, the pizza special again tonight because I had to show Ash. I was like, "You got to watch this. It's so great." Hopefully <laughs> tomorrow. Now it's finally my weekend. Hopefully tomorrow. Yeah, Wizard in. Definitely. I expect a message from you as soon as you <laughs> as soon as you have. I'll just be like, you'll be like, "Oh my god." I'll take um, notes. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, I need to hear, I need to probably order some Domino's jokes. pizza as well. <laughs> I on a, I hate Domino's pizza, and I honestly thought about it after <laughs> that. I was like, I could, I could ben, just, I could. The ultimate, you know, driving force behind this combination, it nearly worked. <laughs> yeah, it did. It almost worked. It might work in the future. We'll see. To, to be fair, um, I, I the last time I bought Domino's was to get a copy of uh, Final Fantasy fourteen Stormblood. <laughs> That's right. I remember that. I almost did I, the same thing, and I'm like, I can't I haven't eat played that it much yet. Domino's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't eat that much Domino's for a game I'm probably not going to get to, unfortunately. Um, uh, but yeah, speaking of games, though, Kyron. Yes. I reckon it's uh, it's time we kick the show off after we've had our, you know, under 10 minutes of free play, free, our free banter. time. Our banter. Um, but I reckon it's time we checked in with our quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. Uh, for those of you new to the show, our quest log is uh, our what we've been playing segment. We just put a fancy new name on top of it. 
made it sound all spiffy and uh, fancy pants. Uh, but yeah, it's really fun. So uh, do you... Look, I'll be honest. I haven't played a whole bunch of... I haven't played anything. I played one new thing this week. Technically two, I guess. Um, but shall we... Shall we <laughs> I might kick things off and we'll wrap up on... Look, I'm going to give you a warning now. If you've been sick of us talking about Kingdom Hearts for the last three to four weeks, I I, I swear this will be it for a little while. I, I promise. I, I'll add on to that by saying nothing we're bringing this week is really new. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. No, I, I did... Uh, so I have been... I, I did continue my journey through Kingdom Hearts 2. I have now finished it. Um... And don't you downplay that because we have to we have to wrap that bad boy up. Yeah, yeah. To unpack so, uh, that ending. Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, but like, I have seen credits on it now. Um, and then the next day, or like immediately after, I I went along and uh, watched the secret endings, um, and watched the the the, the cutscenes with uh, the cloud and Sephiroth fight because I tried it and it was too hard. I know I said oh, I'd give man. it a go, and I did. I did. It was very hard, and I'm like, I'm gonna have to grind up a lot more. Um, oh yeah, the grinding, you would definitely have to grind. Like, that's not a fight you just do at the end of a game. Yeah, yeah, no, so I, can, I, there were a couple of things a, I wanted a, to do. There's a Titan you can grind really easily off. I can't it's like the Frost Titan maybe or something like that. It's really uh, easy to grind. okay. Yeah, no, I, XP really quick. I was going to give it a go, and I'm like, no, I just, I, I think I'm, I need to, as much as I'm loving this, I was, start, I was starting to feel like... The very early, early oncomings of fatigue of like of uh, of Kingdom Hearts fatigue, and I'm like, I, I don't mean, want to start like not liking this. To be fair, like you did burn through those two games very quickly, which is impressive. Mm. So it's understandable. Yeah, it was. It was. It's pretty much been a month because like I started a little bit of it. Um, actually, no, I think it's been a, about a month since I I started playing them. Um, like like with the collection, because I think the last time I went back to it. And like really powered through one was um was after a D and D session which we play monthly so and I had another one today so I think that's a that that's my time frame I, I, yeah in one month I, I've I've blazed through one and two um I still I honestly I could probably safely say now that it's uh that Kingdom Hearts two is one of my favorite games of all time I love it um even with something like some things I just I want to start off by saying that uh, one thing that I regret not doing in the game is using my drive forms more. The drive forms are so cool. Yeah, and I completely missed the part about them actually leveling up. Yes, they get better. Um, so, <laughs> so wait, I, did, yeah. Which did you do? You, did, I forget if the game gives you all the drive forms as you play through. It, it, they give them to you, but you've got to like yep. use them to level them up to get certain abilities, yeah. which oh, you need man. for uh, you need for a certain area that I tried to get through. Yes, um, and unfortunately, I couldn't get through it because I got through the first part for, uh, fine enough, which was the um, the Cave of Remembrance, I think it's called, um, which is All underneath right. Hollow Bastion slash Radiant Garden. Um, yeah. that was the thing that happened. Uh, that was the thing that happened. I can't wait um, to go back to Radiant Garden in Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm super stoked. Yeah, it's going to be rad. Um, but yeah, there's like that, the, the extra cave underneath, like the extra dungeon. Yeah. And I went there and you need, like, you need the, the different forms to act, to get through. So the first ones you need to use is the, um, 
the Valiform because it gives you the high jump so you can jump up and grab the ledge. Um, I had, like, obviously I only had that at level one, but I still had enough to be able to jump up there. Um, then there's, like, an area you can fight through. Uh, a good place to farm, actually, which I did for a little bit to try and level up my next form, which I needed to level up, which is the Wisdom one, um, which is it's not great. It's not a great form. It's cool. Like, I, like rollerblading around and, like, firing guns is pretty cool, but um, at low levels at that point in the game, it was not an effective way to fight. <laughs> um, yeah, because you only had the low-level magic, so it can only be so yeah. effective at that point. Exactly. But to get through to the next area, I needed to have my that form leveled up so I can like I could quick run and dash through the the little there's like a little hole to get through to the next area. Um and I just I couldn't do it. There was no way through <laughs> without actually leveling it up. And I tried to level it up. I tried, I really did, and I just I couldn't. And I that was at the point the farming mm. spots. Like I know I used to, I when I played it back in the way back in the PS2, when I actually, good God, I went through and hundred percented the whole damn thing. Uh, I remember farming somewhere in the Milan stage and somewhere in Tron, but I can't remember exactly of which oh. forms they were for. But yeah, the farming isn't fun, so like I don't blame no. you for skipping it. Like the, the the combat is really good, but when you're doing the same thing over and over again, and then like having to get. That, like run out of an area and run back in like yeah it's, it's not as easy as it sounds sometimes like you've got to like do a little bit of platforming to get out and then come back in then you've got to have set, especially in this area i had to have drive all the way up because i had to leave the area and drop down off that ledge so i had to have drive to be able to get back up on top of the ledge again and it was like it was just such a tedious tedious progress and um i just wasn't making enough progress um, and that's when yeah. I started to feel a little like the, the oncomings of the burnout, and I'm like, all right, no, I need to, I need to finish. I need to go through and just get through the end of the game. Um, and not to say that I rushed through the end of the game by any stretch of the imagination, because it kicked my ass quite a few times. But um, I'm happy to say that the final boss fight and boss area was much better than the Ansem fight in one. Um, didn't have any parts where I wanted to snap my controller in half. Because um, anytime I got killed, it was it was, it was was fair. It was like, all right, no, that was because I wasn't... I got greedy, or this happened, or yeah, that happened, or I wasn't paying attention to what I needed to be doing. Um, and so I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, I, I accept that. I'm upset. I'm going to have to go back and do it again. But, like, you know, it's my own fault. I really like the gauntlet of, like, the organization bosses you fight leading up to the end. Yeah, that's so good. Like going up the tower, and yeah, yeah that's a really fun. Like, the one with with the um the sniper shot, you have to like dodge his um, Zigba. Yeah, yeah, Zigba. Yeah, that was fun. Um, the Berserker Sykes is pretty cool as well. Yeah, yeah. Like there was the only... just really cool stuff. I'm not sure if you had an issue with him, but there's one of the only boss in that entire game. But still, to this day, makes me unhappy to remember, and I can't. Re- Fuck, I can't remember his name. You might re- you might remember his name. He's the guy you fight with the water sitter. Oh, I loved dense that fight. Dense. I hated it I because, like, I can't remember there his was name, that, but I loved it. There was just a point where he could instantly win if, if like, if you somehow didn't manage to get rid of all his water, which is fine. Yeah, but there are there are a couple of times when it would just spawn badly, and I would just die. I was like, you know what? I yeah, fuck you, mate. <laughs> but um, I just I I didn't manage to have too much trouble with him. Um, 
The one that I had was, I think, the... Is it... So the final boss is... Is is, is it Zenmas? Zemnas is, is the last boss, yeah. Zemnas is the last one. The one before him is... Oh, obviously. It's Which one was expl- he? Um, it's the one who has like... He has like the axe that he throws in the ground. You've got to pick the axe up to try and break him out of his like superpower move. Is it, isn't that Sykes? The, is that the blue head guy? Oh, I didn't know it was a scissor. I thought it was... I, I th- no, 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 hang on a second. Yeah, okay, this is... yeah. Hang on. Yeah, let, so me, you, let me see think, if I can find out. I think you're thinking of Sykes. Like, Google S-A-I-X. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's probably his name. Yeah, we go. King Hearts 2. All right, let me find out. <clears throat> S-A-I-X. <laughs> I think that's who you mean. That's not the one I had trouble with. Hmm. He's got a Claymore as a weapon. That's... Yeah, that's the one. Yep, yeah, no. Yeah. That was... I, I'm getting my... Because my, the other one was... I, you said, like, Water Sitar, and I thought it was the guy with the the water guitar that you fight earlier on. And I'm like, that guy was awesome. But yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, this, this um, guy I didn't have too much trouble with. I was talking about the water, the water guitar guy. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, cool. All right. Yeah, no. So yeah, that one had, yeah, the, he fucking kicked my ass quite a few times just because I got caught in a couple of loops where he was doing that when he like dash around the arena and have like an area of effect around him. Yeah. Oh, just fucking ruined me. Over and over in there. That's, yeah, kicked my ass. Um, But I eventually got him. And again, it was just like, you know, I was either getting greedy or getting impatient. And I just wasn't, you know, he was like almost dead. And I'm like, I can I can do this. And then I couldn't. And then it was like, yeah, it was the whole thing. Um, and as soon as he went into that form and I'm like, oh, I'm going to be not able to dodge this. Um, because, yeah, that's that's the one thing. I, my one big critique of this. I hate the fact that dodge roll is tied to a limit f- to a dry form. That is shit. I hate it. It doesn't. It doesn't stay like that. It doesn't. Okay. No, the dodge roll becomes like a command thing that you unlock. Oh god, I wanted that so earlier on. It's not that it would have made it easier. It would have just made my strategy cause I, because I'm so with like hard boss fights. My instincts are naturally to go to. Bloodborne, like I revert, revert back into Bloodborne instincts. Where I'm just like, <laughs> just I've got to dash dodge, everywhere. Dodge. I've got to dash around, um, and then wait for my moment to strike. And I feel like I would have been able to deal with a lot more things, a lot. Again, not easier, but like a lot more manageable uh, if I'd had that dodge roll. Um, and I was just like, this fucking p- pissed me off. But, um, but yeah, I obviously didn't grind enough. But I still, I I finished the game. Um, the final stuff with, uh, Xemnas is really cool. Um, I, I loved the, and I didn't realize cause I, again, it was like, not as late as it was when I finished Kingdom Hearts 1, but, or tried to finish Kingdom Hearts 1, but, um, uh, when I finished, uh, I was fighting him and you get to the part where, um, he does the, when you're doing like the one-on-one fight with him, with Roxas and you get to the part oh. where he does the, 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 thousand bullets yeah um hailstorm didn't realize that i had to be hitting x as well i thought it was just sort of like roxas like protecting and i'm like why am i getting damaged yeah and then like just like you know i did do a quick google it was like what am i doing wrong and they're like oh you've got to hit um x and triangle i'm like 
Okay, that makes sense. I'm mad at myself for not realizing that. <laughs> um, but when I did that right, I did it right at first go, and it looked fucking awesome. <laughs> One yeah, of my favorite parts I, of the game. I know there are, def- there are definitely some complaints about Kingdom Hearts and how it uses like the context controls in combat, but mm. I don't know, man. Sometimes the things that you do when you follow those commands are just so cool that I don't care. Like, I just oh, for don't. sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. I like it's, and there's a lot of them in this game, and like sometimes you'll do ones that you don't mean to do because you've got auto valor or auto summon set, and it's like <laughs> oh, fuck. You're like, I wanted to do reversal, but now I'm doing fucking comet. Oh god damn it! Like piece <laughs> of shit. Um, but yeah, like I I thoroughly enjoy. I loved that just like watching that, and it was it was hard too, like trying to keep that momentum up. It's like of tab because it goes for just that it goes for the right amount of time but just a little bit more where you're just like i'm not gonna be able to keep it oh i've done it okay cool thank god um but just watching yeah roxas and sora just like whip around and like blocking with the keyblades do you mean do you mean riku or roxas uh yeah no sorry riku yeah um (laughs) sorry i uh, yeah i lots of names floating around my head there is like (laughs) there's a lot of there's a lot of names to remember in the kingdom Hearts series and you have more to come Oh, I, mm, yep, good. Uh, looking forward to it. I honestly am, though. Uh, but speaking of Roxas, though, the um, the fight that you have with him, another one that kicked my ass quite a few times. It's so, it's so cool, though. It's so great. And the cutscene that follows it is incredible. And yep. yeah, yep. I, I loved yep. it. Yep. yep. I loved it, loved it, loved it. Like, the thing, that, like, I love all that stuff. And obviously... If we're being completely honest, none of that stuff is like shaking up video game narratives. It is it is no. the most anime bullshit you can get. But fuck, oh, of I course. love it. It's so good. But like by that point in the, that that those two games anyway, um, having only played two of them, but like by that point you've got it. You've got such an attachment to those characters, whether or not you know exactly what's going on or not. But like even like your own personal understanding of of the story and what's going on is. You have if you if you're enjoying it, you have attachment to those characters, and you have attachment. You what you care about what happens to them, and um, the big the biggest thing that hits with the with all the, the Roxas and Sora stuff is you then like after that is revealed to you, you just unpack all the stuff that happened with Axel, and you're just like, oh yep. shit, <laughs> yep. Um, Axel probably my favorite character in the game. Uh, <laughs> He's very cool. He's except so awesome. how often he says, got it memorized because... Yeah, got it memorized. Yes, I do, Axel. Thank I'm you. Like, oh, yeah. Well, hey, to be fair, he helped me remember some names, so that's fine. I guess, he, <laughs> you know, he did achieve fair his enough. goal. Fair enough. There um, you go. But his final stand in, like, the, the bridge between the world that never yeah, was and... Um, it's fucking awesome. Oh, so good. And goes out in literally a blaze of glory, and it's just so amazing. The organization um, make good villains. They yeah, just do. I, they're all interesting as well. They're all yeah. interesting characters. To to even if I don't know exactly oh who they are or what's going on, like I'm like you, you're cool. Hey you got, Joel, like, do, water guitar. Do you want some good cool. news? Yeah, you're gonna find out who they were. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, now I'm looking forward to that. It's gonna add um, another bunch of names to your list to remember. Oh, uh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> It is anime after all. I already have enough trouble. It's, it's me watching Game of Thrones. It took me like at least four seasons to remember most names. <laughs> like fair. I like, would say, there's a lot of characters. Yeah, exactly. And it's kind of same sort of thing where it's like a lot of names. I mean, a lot of them start with X. 
or have an X in them somewhere. Um, it's true. <laughs> like Sora X. Um, hey, at so... least you've got like at least you've got the Disney characters. Got them down. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I know those ones. That's fine. I'm good with those. Um, and like, like the the idea of Maleficent, like the the idea of Maleficent in Kingdom Hearts Two is very interesting, and it's not the flip resolved. Of, the flip of her but, character is very cool. Yeah, where she's like, she's not completely like gone good, but she's just like, I will deal with you later. There is something bigger at hand that we need to deal with first. Yeah, like, I'll I'll come back for you. Much, much like. Michael Huber of Easy Allies. I am eternally a sucker for the Uneasy Alliance. Yes, yes, and that is, that is an Uneasy Alliance with Maleficent. One hundred percent. When she yeah, when you get to that point uh, after the, the the Thousand Heartless battle, and she's just like, "Go, I will look after this." And they're like, "It's so good." They're like what? Yes. <laughs> and then she doesn't show up again until the very end, when she's just like, "Wouldn't mind this castle." Let's let's take this castle, because they, they they leave you hanging on her fate. Yeah, exactly, and that's why I'm. It's very cool. Because, oh man, now I get again just to bring the easy allies into it again with uh with uh Brad Brad Ellis. It's the culmination with three. Yeah, uh, it's man. looking forward, and that and it's great because like yeah, it is a culmination, and I know I keep saying this, but because you've still got like. Out of all the games, like the two important ones I keep telling you are the next two you should play, Birth by Sleep mm-hmm. and Dream Drop Distance. Yep. The plot threads that they they also contribute contribute to this ridiculous oh, narrative is just gonna it's just you're gonna go deeper, Joel. You've gotta go deeper. Oh. Well, like the the next day after I finished work and got home, I sat down I on the way home from work, on the tram home, I listened to Passion, which because Sanctuary is not on Spotify, it's just they've only got Passion, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. But I listened to that about four times, and I took a break and listened to a rock cover. I stumbled across a rock cover of some like Persona Five songs, which were pretty cool. I was like, all right, there's some good stuff on Spotify in the way Persona covers. Yeah, and I was like, nice, all right, great. And then I was like, I went and listened to the end credits version of Simple and Clean. And then the opening credits version of Simple and Clean. And then I went and listened to a whole bunch of remixes of, of Passion and Simple and Clean. And yeah, and then some rock covers as well. That was my journey home. Then I got home and I sat down and I just I had to put on Sanctuary and watch like the intro video to to Kingdom Hearts 2 again. I was like, go watch it. I was sitting there with Ash because Ash really, like she loves Kingdom Hearts as well. Played them when she was younger, and she was much more versed in it than I was before I before I started. Uh, so it's good to be able to be on the same level now. And she's just like, "Yeah, cool." And, and even something like refreshing us. one of yeah, us, <laughs> basically, yeah. But uh, even like refreshing her memory on things as well. She's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That's really cool." Um, but then after that, she went to have a lie down, and I was like, "Right, now I have context. It's time for me to watch all the Kingdom Hearts three trailers." So. <laughs> I sat now down you have and watched some, that. You have some context. <laughs> I have some context, yeah. Um, you have half context. <laughs> but I believe I sent a message to you just out of like out of nowhere. Like there was no lead into it, all in caps with now I want to know why Kyrie and Axel are hanging out together. <laughs> and, and I'm not gonna tell you. you were just I kinda like, wish Joel, I, stop. I kinda wish you hadn't have watched that one, but uh Yeah, well yeah, I'd already seen that one, so it's true. Yeah, true. You'll I see. still don't it's still gonna be exciting to see why. I'm still interested to see that. That's still going to get a oh out of me at least. 
Yeah, I guess um, to be fair, like I think like a couple of the later Kingdom Hearts trailers also revealed a couple of the organization members. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there, there are reasons. There'll, there'll be reasons that you'll see. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, even, again, watching them, like, when I watched them before playing Kingdom Hearts, I was like, this is cool. There's Toy Story. I'm in. Like, that was yeah. that was the level of I, that I had. But now watching them again with context, it it, it didn't it didn't ruin the, like, one and two for me when I played them um, at all. I was like, oh, that's that character. I don't know much about. And then, like, I'd get whatever happened, that you know, whatever character progression with them, and I'd go, oh, okay. And then watching that trailer again, I'm like, oh, they're there. Cool. Like, it's... um. <laughs> So, like, I, I think, yeah, I'll have the same reaction. It'll, it'll be good to watch them, those trailers again, um, once I finish that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, the TLDR of it is, I, I am one hundred percent in on Kingdom Hearts now. Um, Birth by Sleep's up next, but I'm gonna take a break because I don't want to burn myself out completely on Final Fantasy Disney uh, completely. Um, well, I mean, yeah, like I said, when you start Birth by Sleep, because I haven't played that for so long. That right. one's pretty... I'm going to have to recap that. So I will join okay. you on that Disney Final Fantasy adventure. I think Ash is interested as well because I don't think she's actually played it. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a PSP game, so... Mm, yeah, I think she, the only other ones outside of the mainline games she played was... She played a bit of 365 over two days. Oh, that game was confusing as fuck. I and played that game said, to the yeah. end and it in, that ending infuriates me and I don't want to think about it. <laughs> Yeah, and so I, I, I think that was the only one she played. She might have played some Dream Drop Distance, but then sort of gave up on it as well. I'm not sure. Um, I really yeah. like Dream Drop Distance. Like, I'm really excited. Like it. <laughs> I'm excited for these next two, just to see, like, obviously it's going to be slightly different just in terms of the fact that the the, the hardware that they were on originally, it'll yeah, be like, like interesting I, to see how like, they scale that down. Like I said, Birth by Sleep will be... I haven't again. I can't remember how it plays on the on the PS3 or also the PS4. But because it was a PSP game, obviously its control scheme was a bit more. It wasn't. I don't think it had the two sticks. They may have oh, implemented yeah. stuff into this for that. But yeah, I definitely remember that being a thing that sort of it turned me off a little bit because I really like having you know two joysticks. Uh, yeah, but again, Dream Drop Distance because it had the Circle Pad Pro, and yeah, so that shouldn't be an issue in that one. But yeah, Birth by Sleep, um, I would say, just prepare yourself for it to be a little bit scaled back. Okay, yep, no, that's fine by me. In terms of just a, one one question about them, in terms of length yes. though, related to the mainline games, what what are we talking? Because they're both hand they're both handheld adventures. Birth mm. by Sleep is designed to be played through because it features three protagonists, so you'll be playing mm-hmm. through th- those three stories. Uh, so those each of those stories isn't super long. Okay, and even even Dream Drop Distance, I'm pretty sure is relatively short. Like I would say okay. along the ballpark of Kingdom Hearts one, like twenty twenty five hours okay. maybe. All right, cool. Not too that's long. Not bad. That's that's pretty good. I think my final play time on on two was like twenty seven. I think, and that was like towards the end, like beelining made sure i finished all the winnie the pooh stuff though because that's important to me um and because winnie the pooh is the best and <laughs> it i had honestly one of my favorite parts in the game was um one of the the mini games that you do when you're out you're collecting the honey and you're on the the back of gopher and he's like flying through the air and you're like, it's like it's like a i guess i don't know I'm trying to think of a comparison point but it's like a racer almost where you're like trying to collect things and avoid obstacles um but then you like fly out 
of the book itself and then it, it's like a jumble of like letters and words floating around you're like dodging those i'm like start like style wise this is awesome this is a- yeah. incredible uh and then like having that thought of like this is really amazing oh wait this is a ps2 game fuck me that's cool that's an important thing to remember that that game ran on ps2 and it, mm-hmm. it holds up so good it holds up. If that game was released today, maybe not by Square Enix, like, or even by Square Enix, I'd say. But, like, yeah, if that Square was, Enix, like, yeah. yeah, even still, I think, like, if that game was released today, I'd be like, yeah, this this all seems pretty legit. Like, this all seems pretty in line. Um, and, and it feels right. It, it is, like, because it is heavily stylized, and it, it is, that was one of the main things that I'm not worried about it. Having seen it played more, that's it, sort of, like, eroded, but initially seeing kingdom hearts 3 and playing that 2.8 prologue whatever whatever on the disc Mm -hmm. it was like the visual style it's it's obviously taken a turn like now it's running in the unreal engine everything looks a lot more detailed i think i was talking with our friend well i've discussed it briefly with our friend broad from hunting seasons Mm -hmm. just it the visual style it looks like now i'm sold on it but initially it was sort of like ah it's weird because i really like how kingdom hearts 2 looks but yeah, that's again, true. having seen more of three in motion, I have no doubt it's going to be incredible and look really good. It just had yeah. I had to adjust to it. Of course, I think that's that's going to be that's probably going to there's going to be a lot of adjustment things. I think, especially for you, like having played this series for such a long time, it might not be as much of a stretch for me as you know, sort of like having a crash course in Kingdom Hearts over the last month. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, there's, crazy. There's gonna, yeah, I know it's going to be an adjustment period of, of, I think a lot of things. Cause even going oh, from I, one to two, like back to back, I was like, Oh, okay. Oh, I can do this. Oh, there's this now. Oh my God. Like, yeah. and then that, I guess that sort of impacted on me a little bit by not using limit forms as much I'll drive forms as much as I should. Oh, and man. I, I feel bad because you've missed out. Cause those drive forms are cool. Yeah. And like, I didn't know how to do summons. And so I didn't think I actually used any. And it was like, I'm really sad about that. So I maybe I'll so like, much, yeah. I was gonna say I spent so much of my time just towards the end of that game, just spamming Ultima form with like the two key blades and flying around and acts yeah. because it was badass in the white yeah. and black outfit and all that. Oh man, yep. Um, and like I love the fact that is it is, is it limit form that you go to like OG? Oh yeah, the OG one? outfit. Yeah, I was like, that's I think a that nice was, touch. I think mean, that was added in Final Mix. So when I initially played on PS2, it wasn't there. I could be completely way off base, but I oh, did okay. use it a bit in the HD version on PS3. Very cool. It's cool because you get that's where you get the fucking dodge roll for. Um, and uh, yes. but yeah, I mean, look, it's great. I could I could talk forever about it. Just how much like parts of the game that I really enjoyed. Um, but if you want to hear that, you can go listen to the last three weeks of coverage on on Kingdom Hearts from me. Um, from both of us actually but uh yeah i'm gonna take a little bit of a break now and play some other things i've got some stuff coming up that i want to play um uh, and i also i you know having now you know my rule was i wasn't going to start this next game until i finished kingdom hearts and then i finished kingdom hearts so i decided i'd give this a go uh and i believe you've played a little bit of it as well yes Mm. um and that's uh, assassin's creed origins Played about three hours of it <laughs> at this stage. Um, I don't know because, how much time yeah. I put in, but what what was the last quest you did? Because I have, I think I'm up to the point where they're like, okay, time to leave the first town. That's where I'm oh, sort of at. Nowhere near, nowhere near. That. Oh, okay. 
Okay, I've, all right. I've barely played anything. I've just been wandering around and like sort of getting used it to is everything. A, it's a nice world. I really mm. like it. <clears throat> it's really cool. And I love I love Bayek with his fucking sweet side ponytail. He looks so badass with it. It's great. Yes. I love it so much. Um, and his bird, whose name escapes me now. Oh, damn it. yeah. I can't remember what it's called either. I'm going to Google it. I'm going to Google it because I have to know. All right. But yeah, I'll just Google uh, look, Bayek bird. Bayek bird. Um, but yeah, like it's 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 fun. I I think I can find myself maybe like if I get a chance to put in a really good solid amount of time with it, I'll probably plow through a lot of it. Um, Senyu, but Senyu, yeah, Senyu is the name of the bird. Oh, I do love that's an interesting take on the uh, the Ubisoft way of like marking enemies and stuff like that by having like this essential like mobile drone. I suppose they did it in Watch Dogs too. It is. It with is. the drone. So, okay. Okay, Joel. Here's the thing. <laughs> Yep. That's exact cuz it's how they make their games. They they just keep snowballing them together. Mm, yep. Which and is if fine. If it's a feature if it's a feature yeah. in one game, it'll definitely be in their next Ubisoft game. I I point yeah. everyone to that review for the Ubisoft game. I I think if you just google that, like the Ubisoft game review, there's a very <laughs> comical review about the latest Ubisoft game, which could probably apply to this game. Who knows, but yeah. I mean, it's look, cool. I liked Watch Dogs 2 a lot. I really did. Um, th- if that's going to make me enjoy Assassin's Creed, then sh- sure, why not? Um, yeah, well, the very little time I've had with it, it's been good. Um, I-, I just come off the back of playing like Kingdom Hearts 2 and just being so like in love with that. And so I was going to this, I'm like, oh, oh, look at, oh, I've got a couple of bits of lag. Oh, yeah, this is running on a PS4 and it's a I next mean... gen, it's a current gen game. It's, okay. All right. I I guess one of the things to keep in mind with this game versus Kingdom Hearts, obviously, is mm. it's a Ubisoft game. Mm-hmm. It's a Ubisoft open world game. So, like, whereas in a few hours in Kingdom Hearts, you, I mean, I guess maybe not Kingdom Hearts 2 because of the Roxas stuff, but <laughs> when things get moving, they get going pretty quickly. Whereas, again, because it's a Ubisoft game, you don't have to do it like this, but it's how I do it because I'm probably a crazy person. I'm like... No, I'm doing all the quests that are here before I leave. Yeah, that's just a no. thing that's happening. At so, least at the very early parts of the game, yeah, absolutely. It's like, all right, I want to explore around. There's a reason why all this is here in this very small part of the town. Um, yeah, it's because, I, like, you know, it's for you to, to introduce you to the different types of missions you're going to be doing and different types of mechanics you're going to be encountering. And um, so, like, it's I wouldn't say it's super smart game design, but it's it's. It's functional game design. And it, it's it's I, how Ubisoft do it. It's just how they mm, do it. Yeah, it's fine. I I do want to take this chance, and it's it's maybe a bit unfair, but my major gripe with it so far is the combat. Right, you did mention this. Now, too. yeah, I don't think it's bad per se. They have adopted more of a Dark Souls, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild style. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Syndicate, which had the more Batman Arkham Asylum sort of style, right? Uh, and again, not like, like maybe this is part of why I'm not really digging it or enjoying it. But I, as I'm currently playing through Dark Souls Remastered, right? I'm getting I'm getting a taste of you know the masters of that combat, mm-hmm. and then to go across to Ubisoft and play their version of it, I'm just finding it a bit. There's a bit of delay in some of my moves, and I can't really. Again, I'm, I probably shouldn't be playing it exactly like Dark Souls because they're different games. Like of Dark Souls is, is an action RPG, and Origins is more of an open world 
RPGs. So the combat's mm-hmm. definitely not meant to be played the same way, but I'm trying to do things that aren't working because of it. Maybe, I'm not sure if it's like input lag. I think it's more so just the animations. And yeah, that's it's right. just not really meshing with me at the moment. I'm not hating it by any stretch of the imagination. No. But it's taking some time to get into it's, the swing of things. It still has that Assassin's Creed feel to it, for better or worse. Yeah, that's a yeah. good way to put it, actually. Like, the, the finishing animations, I was like, this is, okay, this is Assassin's Creed still. Like, like oh my, Which is great if you're a fan of the series, yeah. Boy, they're gory. Like, so much gorier oh, than I expected. Yeah. Well, there's the, the so opening... Blood. One of the opening cutscenes where Bayek, like... He's about to kill someone and, like, slices a cut open on his arm. To, yeah. Like, yeah, it's... I was like, wait, is this... Is this the character I'm playing as? He's a little bit deranged. And then you find out he's just, like, a, a nice dude. <laughs> like, he's just this cool who's made, guy. Who's made some mistakes? Of course, yeah. But it wouldn't be, like, you know, an Assassin's Creed Ubisoft game if it wasn't, like, a, a tortured hero situation. Yeah, well, yeah. True, um, true. Especially in the Assassin's Creed universe. I did like how it just... I didn't at first, but then I'm sort of looking back on it now. Like, I kind of like that. Like, how it just throws you into it. and gives you very no, basic I, setup. I'm fine with that. Like, yeah. I... My biggest fear, and it's... Again, maybe it's just because it's that thing we talk about at the start of the episode. But sometimes we don't have time to play much of a video game right. and the last thing you sort of want to do is sit down with a game and just be like all right i've got to do this one hour introductory session like mm-hmm. i will always remember assassin's creed 3 and how long that game starts to get going like that yep. game doesn't really kick up until like chapter four or five oh, and by that point wow. you're usually like five or six hours in and i was pretty checked out i finished that game but i look Ugh. back on it with nothing but resentment so for origins to sort of go here you go and then it sort of feeds you some extra information as you progress yeah. forward through that opening chapter. I actually kind of enjoyed that. It was weird at first, but looking back on it, I really liked it. Yeah, again, and I hate making the comparison because it seems almost unfair because they're completely different. But coming off the back of Kingdom Hearts 2, which does have <laughs> a three-hour tutorial at the start uh, with a completely does. different character, which I will go on record here as saying that I didn't hate it as much, but I think it was because I was prepared for it. Um, we talked hearing- about a lot. Exactly. So I went into it, I was like, this isn't that bad. I'm, I'm enjoying this. This is fine. And it was good to get used to all the new stuff and you know, all that kind of thing. But um, I'd probably going back to it now, I'd be like, oh, God, i got to sit through it. i got to do the struggle hardest... tournament again. Fuck. Like, it, it's the hardest part of a replay, doing the struggle tournament, doing the jobs. But, I yeah. mean, sets is cool, so that's something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's cool. And what's the guy that always ends his sentences with, you know what I mean? Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. I- I can't remember. I'm having a blank now. Yeah, it's Cypher's friend. Um, oh, oh, oh! Damn it! <laughs> yeah, I can't think of his name he's, either. He's just he's you know what I mean, guy. His lackeys. <laughs> yeah, he's just you know what I mean, guy. It's it's him and Vivi. That that's these two. Oh, Vivi's there as well. You, I, Joel, you're making me look back on the intro much more fondly. Yeah, Vivi's there. But it's it's heartless, Vivi. Anyway, we okay. We've moved on from Kingdom Hearts. We can't <laughs> do, we yeah. can't fall okay, back down. Right, this. I said to you jokingly earlier on in the week as well when we were talking about Kingdom Hearts, just like via messenger. I said I think we've got our new Persona Five for the podcast, which is the Kingdom Hearts series. So we have two games for you to play, Joel, and then a third one next year. So you might not be wrong. It comes out like like five days after my birthday. So happy birthday to me now. It's great. 
Um, but yeah, so I, I, I did. I, I think yeah, coming off the back of that, having that sort of three-hour tutorial into a game where it's just like just go. I was like, oh, cool. What am I? Who am I? What am I doing? I need to, somebody tell me, please. Somebody give me a cutscene. Yeah. I have to like read through. Like, um, where, where's my introduction? <laughs> exactly. It was like it was an adjustment. But where's my? Where's my? Uh, uh, my 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 amazingly uh, like Japanese pop song to to get me through the anyway. Um, Quick, hold my hand, lead me forward. What's happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need to fall through water really quickly. Um, yeah. No, I I I think once I adjusted that and went, oh, I'm playing a different game now. Let's. I need to yeah set things aside. Um, yeah, I started to sort of really enjoy it, and then like started to get back into that that old rhythm of like those type of games where it's like, all right, I'll sneak around here. Oh, I wonder if I can get in through here. Or, oh, I wonder if I go up this side. Oh, that guy's seen me. Oh, okay, cool. I died. All right, let's go back. I'm going to go around the other side now. I'm going to tag all these guys because I know that guy's there. And that sort of like trial and error planning to do with like, you know, carrying out certain missions. Like I was doing a side mission where I had to get a guy, uh, a guy's body. Uh, who, or like, yeah, I found out that he'd been ca- held captive and then I got there and he was dead. And they're like, oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And Bayek's like, well, I guess his family would probably want the body to be the with the rest of his family, so I'm going to get it out of here. And so I, I got in there relatively unscathed, and then I was like, fuck, there are a lot of people around, and I have to carry a body, and I just, yeah. uh, it was absolute wipe. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, all right, cool. Now I know what I have to do. I'm going to go back and like sort of plan it a little bit better. And then, yeah, having that thing where you just, like, chain, going from, like, person to person, stalking them, waiting, calling them over into the grass and then taking them down and then jumping off the top of a roof onto some guy. And then just as the other guy turns around to see you, you're like, ah, you're dead. It was like, all right, I'm getting the feel for the, um, getting that Assassin's Creed feel. It helped also because the bow feels more effective this time as well. Yeah, well, being able to see, I don't know if that's been in any of the other recent games, but being able to see how much damage it's going to do was that alone was interesting i was like all right cool i i don't think so i don't think that was in syndicate but it's been a long time now yeah i i I like that it's just like all right cool uh if i get a headshot here i'm not going to be able to quite take him out and there's too too many other people around him that's going to cause too much of a commotion but um i did have a moment yeah i was gonna say i do also appreciate though the guard ai feels a bit better because it always it always feels weird in any game where you're like you shoot someone in the head with an arrow, you're like, cool. No one saw that or heard that. It's like, well, if someone's close, they're probably going to hear something. That was exactly and what like, I was about to say. I started using the and, bow and arrow as a way of leading people out when I was too far away to whistle them over. And, yeah. and it actually worked. And I was like, that's cool. That's really neat. Yeah. Um, so that is definitely something I, want, I, I like. The AI feels a bit better. Mm-hmm. Again, it doesn't really carry over to combat. But um, the sneaking in this game definitely is... Feels like it's you know pretty improved over the stuff in Syndicate, but again, it's been so long. I feel like it's not fair to compare them too heavily, but it it feels like this was a game obviously they were working on mm. as Unity died and failed and destroyed yeah. the leg like destroyed the name that almost damaged the brand of Assassin's Creed irreparably. It's the game where they've they've decided all right, we need to shake up the formula, still have that essence of assassin's creed within it but we need to shake up the formula and it looks like they're, they're continuing that with um with odyssey as well they're like all right cool yeah. we had a success with with um origins we're not going to rest on our laurels with that we're going to try something different now which is interesting. i think i think they are still resting on the laurels a little bit but 
I, I'm the giving them up, is... I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt and giving a lot more credit than they probably are worth. But it is Ubisoft, so they are known yeah. for doing the same thing over and over again. I mean, I would. I think it's going to shake out similar to how. So we had Assassin's Creed Two, which was an incredibly good game, mm-hmm. and then they did Brotherhood a year later, which was like, yeah. Mm. it's Assassin's Creed 2, but here's some extra bells and whistles. And those right. bells and whistles were good. It wasn't until the third one with Revelations where I was sort of like, okay, maybe maybe take a break, which they obviously didn't do. Yep. And <laughs> then they made Assassin's Creed 3, and it was like, oh, God. yeah, Oh, God. Then they made Black Flag, and I was like, okay, all mm. right. And then they made Unity, and I was just like, <laughs> whoa. Whoa. And then, and then Syndicate said, oh, okay. Okay, yeah, I guess it's and fine. <laughs> Now we're on Origins again. It's like, okay, all right. So I'm like following the trend. Origins should have sucked. And I'm wondering if maybe if now that that doesn't suck, is Odyssey doomed? Is is it like, are we getting good games now? I don't know. But uh, Odyssey, yeah, I assume it's going to play very similar to this with just like, they're really opening up on that RPG side of things, which is yeah. exciting. Which Again, we've said this multiple times before, but we both, I feel, uh, feel like it's a step in the right direction for them. Um. Which is great. Uh, I mean, this in terms of like the RPG mechanics in this in in, in Origins, like the skill tree is not is is deep but not overwhelming, which is nice. It's like it's pretty basic, but there's enough variety in there to sort of go to figure out the way you want to play. Um, just having a quick look through things, I was like, all right, that's cool. I wouldn't mind going up that path or this path here, and maybe using yeah, a bit from a- here and there. I made a beeline straight for the skill that lets you retrieve arrows out of your shield. Oh god, I need that. Um, yeah, no, I look. I, I again, super early on in the game, still in that opening area. Um, I don't really know much about the setup apart from like, shit's not great. <laughs> um, so Bayek did a bad thing. Yeah, Bayek did a bad thing, and uh, people aren't happy with him or his friend, and yeah. It's, that's all I know at the moment. But, uh, you know, I've had fun with the, the very minimal amount of time that I've played uh, with it. Um, And then apart from playing more Enter the Gungeon, which uh, before we started recording, I did just look at my uh, playtime for, I'm at sitting at 70 hours or so on that. And that's just the Switch version. That's probably another 30 hours, I would say, on the, the PS4. So if this keeps up, we're going to have to put on an intervention. I swear to God. No, but it's so good. I, look, I just I just want to be able to finish one run, and then I'll be able to put it down for a while. And I don't think that's going to happen, because I just, it's, the game is so fucking hard, but I love it so much. Um, it's a testament to how good it is, is that I keep going back to it. Um, but yeah, uh, apart from that, the other game, this would be like a segue into uh, the, the uh, your other games as well, Karen. The other game that, I had a chance to play a little bit with you the other night, so I've only played a little bit of, but you've played a lot more of, uh, and there's No Man's Sky. Oh, man, Joel, I played so much No Man's Sky. Mm, yeah, I played a little bit with you the other night. Um, it was a it was a mild catastrophe to begin with. You got you got to you were playing at the end of the night when it was just like now we're just silly. We're not <laughs> yeah. we're not making good choices here. Honestly, I'm kind of glad I jumped in at that point. Because it was, it, it made me go. All right, I'm ready to play a little bit more of this game. This will be fun. Um, but the the thing was, I tried to sneakily join your party, and then oh the, no, the game doesn't let you do that. Fucking bloody notifications, goddamn! Uh, and then it backfired even game more snitched. when I 
Yeah, exactly. And then it backfired even more with me actually being spawned onto a dead planet and not being able to get any of the resources that I needed to complete the opening missions uh, yeah, and get the off point, the planet. At, at the point you jumped in, we were in a like a red class like solar system, which apparently is a whole thing, which we didn't even know about. Doesn't yep. even have like a space station. It was like, okay, we've made a terrible mistake. Sorry, yep. but you're here, Joel. I was like, oh, yay, No Man's Sky, oh, huzzah. And, I mean, I had every intention to come and help you, but this is a whole thing, so we might as well tell the story of what happened here. Yeah, you need to tell your side of the story. My side of the story is I got spawned onto a planet that had nothing on it, and I couldn't do much. Yes. So, I saw that you entered our system, and I was like, oh, cool, I'll go over and meet Joel. So I made a beeline over to you, but I was also playing with my good friend Brendan, and he he was basically on the other planet, because this system didn't have many planets. He was on the other planet, which we didn't realize until after, but it just so happened to be a f- planet with a friend, like it was a high security planet. So the Sentinels yep. would basically get aggro on site. Uh, so he was like, okay, cool. Well, I'll just make a, a, a go for it. He jumped on his ship and started flying over to you. Didn't shake his wanted level because the Sentinels actually will transition to a spaceship. They'll send spaceships after you instead if you leave a planet. And they don't give up. So I was like, oh, okay, look, it's cool, man. I'll jump in my ship and come help you. Because at this point, I had landed and seen you. And then, oh, yeah. but I just ran off, jumped back in my ship, flew into space to help Brendan fight these Sentinels. We did it. We both managed to kill them. But they sent new ones immediately, which we couldn't shake. So we had to retreat back to the planet with the high security and it was essentially just like a good 10 minutes of Brennan and I sitting in this little, like, single cube of a shack that he built, huddled in a corner, hoping they would get bored. They didn't. So we basically started, it's like, look, the only way out of this is we have to die. That's yep. the cure. That's yep. the fix. <laughs> um, by the way, this all occurred, we hadn't started a party chat yet. So I, oh, yes. <laughs> all from, from my perspective, I saw Karen land. We did a couple of like, you know, taunts and emotes at each other. I was like, this is great. And then like, I went to try and fight, get like, kept working away trying to find my stuff that I needed to find. Uh, and then I turned around and Karen's flying off again. I'm like, what's going on? I wonder what's happening over there. And I'm getting like intermittent, like, in, like every now and then I get a message, like a, a Facebook messenger message from me just going, dude, we're in some shit. We'll come and help. I promise. <laughs> and then it's like, we've, Brendan's pissed off some space pilots, some space pirates, uh, some space police. And I'm like, oh God, this is going to be a thing. And you're like, we are, like, I swear to God, we'll be there soon. And like, I saw Brendan come down and land and then he's like, hey, and I'm like, oh, cool, Brendan's here. Then he gets back in his ship and flies away. I'm like, what the fuck has happened? Um, so it was this really great, like, oh, I had God. no idea what was going on except for like the very uh, few messages I was getting in bet- a few and far between from you, obviously, because you were trying to deal My with God. the problem. Um, and then I think it ended with like, and the last message in that situation was, uh, we just had to kill ourselves. It was the only way <laughs> it was out. The only way. And then um, party chat. And that was, that was, that was the end of it. Um, oh shit. Like if I could imagine that as a picture, like it would just be you like fixing your ship. And then in the background would be Brendan and I desperately fighting off pirates. Like yeah. uh, the space police. <laughs> Me grumbling because I didn't have enough carbon to make a certain thing that I needed and, to make. I'm like, fuck And we're just carbon. screaming as our ships explode. 
And then you guys land and you're like, what do you need? We started the party show. You're like, what do you need? And I'm like, oh, this, this, and this. And you're like, there you go. You just handed it to me. I'm like, sweet, let's get the fuck off this planet. I want to see it burn to the ground. Um, <laughs> we gave you a we gave you a warp cell and we got the hell out of there. Oh, that. yeah, we got the fuck out of there. Uh, and then, I had, you know, we went to a space station and I got to create my character, which is the best. Um, so I'm pretty happy with that. You drew I some inspiration. Like- I did from Johnny Five from Short Circuit, um, and it's equal parts uh, endearing and terrifying, especially when you told me that because uh, uh, obviously you have like the zoom function on your your goggles, and then when you do that, you put yes. your hand to your head like you're you're using it. But because my character is just essentially two robot eyes on like a stick, um, <laughs> it just looks like you said you put it so perfectly. It looks like I'm trying to whisper a secret to people. But really badly. So I was just running around, was... like, walking up to you, just going, Hey, Agus, Kyron, Kyron, got a secret for you. And oh. that was, like, the next 15 minutes was just us giggling like madmen at that. <laughs> There's a really great photo. I might even try and put it up on the Facebook page, the photo that Brennan took of me stalking oh. him in the space station. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Yeah, it's me sitting down on the ground. And just like peering over a table at Brendan as he was trying to shop, um, and it's terrifying. Uh, and and even after that, it didn't change. Like so, that's when Brendan went to bed, and I stuck around for a bit with you, and we were on the, the surface of the planet, and we just had our terrain manipulators out. We were <laughs> dropping holes in each other, covering our ships in like dirt and just chaos. I, I would chaos. like to again tell you my side of that story. Uh, you had your terrain manipulator. I didn't have mine just yet. Oh, didn't I was you? In the pro- oh. I was in the process of trying to get mine activated and everything. And I was, <laughs> I think when I just got it, I hadn't had a chance to use it yet, but we hit like, there was like a, a little, like, little uh, base. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to yeah. go through and like do the normal thing, go through, loot everything, talk to the guy that's in there, and all this other stuff. And I went into like a little small area that had like quite a few stuff in it, like a little small building. And then all I could hear from Kyron was, <laughs> and I'm like, fucking what? And I walk outside and the entire building that I was in is encased in rock. And I was like, motherfucker. And then I'm like trying to blast my way out of it. Cause I was like, I've got the terrain manipulator now. And you're like filling the hole up. It was like this power battle of who could like <laughs> replace the rock quicker. And, oh, then we tried to like put each other's Brilliant. spaceships in a hole, and yeah, it was just, it was a shitstorm. Like, what would have taken like maybe twenty minutes to achieve took like a good hour and a half. But um, and do like, not regret. Like I, like I was saying to you, I like to imagine just the guy who that, that lonely guy who lives in that building just comes outside and is just like, "What the hell happened here?" <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that pile of rock wasn't there. There's yeah. holes everywhere. My shed's covered in shit. Yep. And there's, I, I know this doesn't actually show up in the game, but like, you know, for for narrative purposes, there's like, there's like craters in the ground from spaceship, like some spaceship lasers. Like, what the fuck is going on? Because you know, obviously, once we figured out, like, you yeah. know, you can fly closer to the ground now. So like, I jumped in, we both jumped into each of our ships and like tried to blast the other person on the ground. And like, yeah, you know, not being able to pull up quick enough and like careening into the ground and yeah, man. Oh man. It was fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, I think it's yeah. I'll, I'll definitely check back in with you guys when you're playing. I might jump in and uh, and cause some mayhem again as well. Yeah, I mean, at this point, 
I've put oh, I've like it's been out for like a couple of weeks now. I think or like a week and a mm. half as well. I think I've sunk like nearly twenty five, thirty hours in it. Wow! And I I'm also shocked because. If you want to go back to those episodes, like you've got the episode where we talk about No Man's Sky and we're really excited, we're really enjoying yep. it, and then it just it just disappears mm-hmm. off of our radars, off out of our discussions. And, and then it comes back briefly for us just going, Yeah, hi. <laughs> that's that's then that's went, yeah. And it popped up again for me last year because I checked out the base building, but that was about it. And then yep. I basically went off it again. But when I heard that next was coming and it was going to finally add multiplayer, I was like, "That's it. This is this is the game's chance." And yep. whilst it still isn't a perfect experience, it still has some issues from just I think maybe just the foundations of No Man's Sky that make it a game that won't be for everyone. You yep. will still be doing the same thing over and over again. But for me personally, it helps having friends there. Absolutely. But Maybe I'm just easily impressed, but just to this day, like my favorite thing about this as a multiplayer game is just hanging out in space with your friends, like watching. I'm I'm not sure if you were in the game when I you weren't. I was another. It was another multiplayer instance where I was. We all. I was playing with Brennan, and we had missions to do, and I had to kill. I had to kill animals. I think. Yeah. And right. I basically wiped out, I had to kill 21 or 22 animals and I'd wiped out an entire herd where I was and I had like a couple left. Oh. And I was like, shit, I need more animals. And one of the other people we were playing with was just like, oh, there's some over with me. And I was just like, excellent. I ran to my ship and flew across, which was fine from my perspective. But from Brennan's point of view, because you all show up on like a compass at the top of the screen, <laughs> he could... His view of it was basically he saw my little icon just zoom across the sky from one side of the planet to the other to go and kill two creatures for his mission. <laughs> and it's just the stupid, like little things like seeing other players, like especially your friends in that world, seeing their ships flying along inside each other, just all that mm-hmm. stuff that probably shouldn't be that amazing. It just is. Like this is such a, yep. I'm really starting to enjoy the zen-like nature of this game, but some people described having after the original release of course and i'm just i'm into it <laughs> i don't think i would play this still i don't think i'd play it solo i'm not like coming home from a day at work and going ah i'm gonna put my feet up and i'm gonna play like three or four hours of no man's sky like i I will play something like assassin's creed or enter the gungeon probably um yeah. again like just I, I wouldn't play that but if you were like i get home from work and you're like dude we're booting up no man's sky you in i'll be like uh, fuck yeah, I'm in. Let's go. Like, <laughs> we're just shooting animals and flying ships. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Like that. That, hundred percent. There's no question. You know, I'll drop whatever I'm doing and just be like, "Yep, let's go. Let's go to space." Um, yeah, and it's amazing what the multiplayer adds to it. And it's currently capped at four players, which is what I expected. Really, that's why I assume is like the default party size these days for multiplayer it's games. Better than Destiny. Well. That's that's actually something I want to talk about briefly. Okay. I was discussing that with again with Brennan. We were talking about games that made comebacks, and I I'm really struggling to think of something on the scale of No Man's Sky where they've yeah. come out, put the game out. It's been, I mean, I don't want to say a disaster because it did have a good launch. It wasn't until people realized that the stuff that they thought was there wasn't there, but it all started to fall apart. Yeah, but. Just insane credit to Hello Games for sticking with it and making the game that was promised. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Like, and, would, yeah, it's, it's, it's very commendable that they did that, really. Yeah, and because, I mean, realistically, they didn't have to. They could have just been like, all right, well, next time we'll get it right. But yeah, yeah. they stuck to it because the game did have a... It did have a small fan base that stayed active during yeah. that top all those lulls, and so it's great for them to feel rewarded, but also just to see the community flourishing again. Like I think they're starting to look at like events they'll run with like unlocks and stuff like that. Cool. Like, like this is the No Man's Sky that we should have had, which makes you wonder, like, oh, well, maybe it should have been delayed two years, honestly, because it yeah. might have been a completely different story. Yeah, I th- I feel like that. Yeah, you're not wrong. I, and I think you still would have had people complain because there are still people that were burnt the first time around that may have tried yeah. it again and still going, no, it's still shit. Fuck you, Sean Murray. Like it's, you're always going to have that vocal minority. But I yeah, think, and like, yeah, to have people like yourself come in, coming back after a couple of years and just be like, yeah, I've already put 30 hours into it. That's mm. impressive. So, and it's just, there are lots of little things. Obviously, it has the base building, which I messed around a bit with last year. Mm-hmm. And also, like, last year also had the freighters, but because I didn't mess around with the game much, there was no way in hell I was getting a freighter. Yep. But in Next, since I played so much, I've managed to scoop one up just by jumping into a system, and one was being attacked by pirates. I helped it, and they were like, oh, here's a freighter, which I was like, okay, sweet, I'll take a free freighter. Yep. Uh Initially, it didn't work for me, which sucked. Like, it took oh. a week and a half or so for that patch to come out that fixed it. But then, now that it is working, I just have this capital ship that I can summon into systems. Frustratingly, only one of your friends can have their capital ship in a system currently. Right. So hopefully hopefully that changes. I assume it's there to stop messing with, like... Because you can send your fleet on missions, essentially. You can... Whenever you see like a fleet of frigates, you can basically fly up to them and they're like, hey, do you want to buy us? And you're mm-hmm. like, sure. Just add them to yep. yours instead of theirs. <laughs> and you can send them out on like little missions that will earn you money and they'll get XP and level up and all that. And I have to imagine that that's why it's only one of your team's freighters per system. I'm not exactly sure. I feel like they could work around that, but there's something cool about going, I want my freighter to be here. So you just press down on the D-pad toggle across to it and summon it in and it just vroom, jumps in. You're like, that's my huge ship. Yeah. It's full of gold and silver and all this other stuff I've collected. And it's just rad. And then like all the little frigates drop in after it and you're like, oh, I've got a good fleet. I've got a good fleet. Yep. It's, uh, yeah, I did witness that happen. I think Brennan called his in while we were playing yeah. the other night. And oh. it, was, it, is, it is super impressive to watch. And apart from that, there's so base building, there's the, sh- the frigates. Uh, Third-person camera adds a lot more than I thought it would. Yeah. It takes some getting used to. Like, you've got to aim a bit differently because of the how it all works. But the game looks really good from third-person. And honestly, I've just gotten way more lost than I should have and potentially drowned a couple of times. Just going for... Sw- like, just swimming through the, the ocean zones. And... Even though I know there's nothing down there, there's like little underwater caverns that form just because of the procedural generation of the planets. Yep. I'm just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna swim through that because it looks gorgeous. Yep. And the soundtrack by 65 Days of Static is still so yeah. good. No, I, I, oh. I especially love it when you land in a into a space station and it kicks in like with like the the guitars and the drums. It's like, yeah. Oh, this is so good. I love or it. Like, or it. Or when you launch as well, it's yes. like entering atmosphere. It's just, 
that soundtrack is on Spotify, and I listen to it a lot. And it's it's, still uh, really it's good. real good. Yeah, it's real good. Um, yeah, No Man's Sky, man. Come yeah, back. Like I'm still gonna come back. I'm gonna keep playing it. Yeah, it's bad I'm, because I. Yeah, too much I, coming out. I should be playing. I should be playing Origins. I'm like, yep. I'm gonna play Origins, and I sit down. I'm just like, you know what? I just want to go to space and fly around. Yep. Just fly around space, shoot some asteroids, scan some creatures, just chill. Like and that's what I've been doing. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I should be playing Origins as well, but I end up just playing fucking Into the Gungeon more. And that's not going to stop because Dead Cells comes out in like three, two days time. And I've already purchased it. It's ready to go. It's downloaded. I've just got to wait for it to unlock. And I'm very excited to play that. I mean, um, if, it yeah. might be early to say, but does this say something about how we're finding Origins more so than the other games? I don't know. That's what I'm worried about. But I don't want to dismiss it because yeah, I've it's only early, spent a very but... minimal amount of time. So I feel like I I wanted to try and like distance myself from like playing Kingdom Hearts and then really getting back into Origins because I think that might have impacted it a little bit. And again, I know it sounds... It's like apples and oranges. Well whatever you want to compare chalk and cheese. But like, I, I think I still had a little bit of like, Oh cool. I was still in kingdom hearts mode and ready to go to fucking, I don't know, Halloween town and, and just obviously not going to happen. So yeah. Yeah. Not in this game. No, no, no. But I'm definitely keen to check out some more no man's sky with, uh, with you and Brendan. Definitely come and check that out. Pretty zen, man. I'm really starting to get that, like, what people were saying about it. Yeah, yeah. Especially, it's been especially good, like, again, as we've been saying, it's been such a ridiculously busy week. It's just been nice to just drop on the couch, pick up a controller, and just fly through space and be like, this is good, and this yep. isn't too bad. It's relaxing. It's fine. It's, uh, yeah, I, I did get that, but I also did get the giggles quite a lot so and you, well yeah you also got covered in rocks which is the other fun part of this game because yeah. of that that multiplayer aspect you can also kill each other if you really want to be a jerk it's more of a pain in the ass than anything if you choose to do that but it's yeah. an option you can pursue no the, the... Uh, one thing actually okay i was gonna say one thing i do like speaking of killing each other uh back in the day i don't know if this was a case in the base building update but when you die now, you leave a grave, which is cool because cool. you can go back and get your goddamn drop stuff, and I yep. love that. That's good. That's good. I mean, like Minecraft does it, even though Minecraft exactly. is on a timer, but like it still does it. So, yeah. Well, yeah. thankfully, this like you drop a grave and it marks a grave. So unlike in Minecraft, where you're like, oh shit, how do I get back where to where I was? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you in Minecraft, you usually die way underground, way too close to lava. And it's like, how do I get there? At least this is nice to have it marked for you, so you can go get your stuff back. Yeah, uh, it's not it's not perfect though. I should mention there are still there are still bugs, there are still glitches. Right. Uh, I glitched through the floor of a freighter and died in the vacuum of space the other day. Yep. yep. That was uh, grim. I was having some like major frame rate issues. Um, at, I do wonder if that was partially the game and your connection as well, because yeah, it is probably. <laughs> a, a constantly online game as well. Yeah, it's probably but, uh, probably something to do with my internet because let's face it, it's fucking trash. So, um, yeah, be it. There's still still stuff even patch up, but man, this game is just way better than it was two years ago. Yep. I'm so happy to be playing it again, and I just yeah, again, 
so happy that Sean Murray and the team stuck with it and mm-hmm. did this update. And even like exciting enjo- times. Even enjoying like 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 playing into it as well. Like oh yeah, they've been really like leaning into this hard. Yeah, I loved my favorite one was when it had a, a screenshot of um the review scores on Steam and it was like <laughs> mostly mixed and it just said we we mixed boys now. Um, we mixed boys. I liked that one and the PC Gamer headline, which was just like, there's hype forming for No Man's Sky again. Yeah. And Sean Murray retweeted it and was just like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just so good. So good. I love it. Yeah. It's the Sean Murray that we loved, like pre No Man's he Sky. He is who he is. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, I, I haven't seen any pictures of him lately. I, I can only imagine he looks like an 80 year old man uh, now. So. I've seen the one picture of him that isn't a recent one because people have basically made a picture of him on the face of a planet. <laughs> <laughs> you can look it up on Google. And, uh, I will look that up. What, what a great way to immortalize a man. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, any other comments and, and thoughts on, on the the official launch, I guess, of No Man's Sky? <laughs> Not really. Just good to have it finally out of beta that I paid full price for two years ago. <laughs> oh, Karen, we've got to stop doing that. First we did it with Destiny, and now we've done it with No Man's Sky. Oh, John, with, with Destiny, we did it multiple times. We did it, yeah, we did it so many times. But I'm times. done. I'm out. I'm off. Yeah. I'm off that wagon. I'm out. I'm pretty out. I'm pretty out now, too. I'm, I'm yeah. Oh, anyway. But No Man's Sky, thumbs up. I'll play it. Yeah, thumbs up. It. I'll pull around in space for like, you guys again. A surprising thumbs up. Yeah, exactly. All right. Now we've uh, now we've got our, I guess, for now, Final Kingdom Hearts talk out of the way and uh, check in with No Man's Sky. Um, we've really got to stop talking about Kingdom Hearts because it just blows out so massively. <laughs> it's, just... uh, it's, so, it's so appropriate for that narrative, oh, though. Yeah, very true, just... actually. Those story bl- that, that story blows itself out, so yeah. of course talking about it goes the same way. That's very true. Yeah, I can't wait to add to that the fuel to that fire. Uh, eventually, you aren't even on. ready, Joel. <laughs> I just yeah, I'm just. That's why I need to take a break so I can prepare myself for it. Again, um, like I said, get get like your your big your, your theory board up. Like start putting names up and get that red string yep, ready so you can the start connecting string. the dots. I'll become that 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 picture of Charlie from of Charlie. It's sunny. Yeah, yeah. That, yes, that'll be me, but with Kingdom Hearts characters. I'm pretty sure there's a meme of that somewhere on the internet already. Um, surely someone's made that. It probably is. Someone um, has to have made that. Yeah, 100%. If they haven't, I'm going to make it. Um, so, And then you'll be internet famous, John. I will. I will. I will. Um, we can call you Meme Lord. <laughs> Meme Lord John McDonald. I'll put it on my business card. Um, oh. <laughs> but uh, no, I won't. God, no. Um, in the meantime, I think it's time that we get stuck into everyone's favorite podcast, video game podcast game. And that is, of course, Dope or Nope. Dope or Nope. So Dope or Nope is our news segment of the podcast uh, where we each bring a collection of news stories to the table. We don't tell each other what we're bringing beforehand just to add a little bit of excitement to the game. Uh, and we go through one by one, uh, giving a sort of a very, very brief overview of the, of the, uh, of the new story. And then we both decide whether or not it's dope, uh, which we will proceed to talk about it. Or if it's uh, a nope, which we 
forget all about it and move on and never discuss it ever again. Uh, if one of us, yeah, I know, I know, it's brutal, man. You've got to be cutthroat with this stuff. Um, but yeah, the uh, if one of us decides to dope a new story, now decides to nope it. Uh, the person who decided it was a dope new story has a very brief amount of time to run over the top of the uh, uh, the, the basics of the article and, or the new story, and um, then we move on. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's that's the setup. Cool. I, I thought there was an extra part to go. it, and I was like, great, awesome. Yeah. No, you, you got it. You did it. Nailed it. Yeah, overcomplicated it for myself. Um, awesome. Okay. Would you like to kick us off this week, Kyron? Sure thing, Joel. I'll because, do it. Because I can't remember who did it last week, so... I I don't remember either. <laughs> that's on... Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, kick us off. All right, well... So it's probably fair to say that a few of our stories this week are more so headlines than anything else, but there is some mm-hmm. discussion to be had there. And that's where my first one comes into it, which is simply Portal 2 co-writer is back at Valve. Ooh, I think I did see something briefly about this, but uh, I'm intrigued. I'll buy it. It's a dope from me. Okay, so... so Jay Pinkerton, who was one of the co-writers on um, Portal 2, mm-hmm. has apparently returned to the company in a currently undisclosed role. So right. it's probably too early to think anything too much of it. Mm-hmm. But he was so he was initially one of the one of the many sort of high depart, high profile departures from a few years ago mm-hmm. with uh, Valve because obviously since they haven't been making any like I know they've got Dota 2 and that card game has a release date now, I think. I can't yeah, remember what like his name was. End of this month. It's like, I think someone said like yeah. Valor or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, they haven't really been doing anything that you know, requires a writer. Yeah. It, like, I think it's fair to say. Yeah. But so, so who knows what this means? It could mean nothing. It could mean something. I know everyone wants to believe in a particular thing that it could mean. But even if it just means that Valve is willing to consider maybe returning mm. to like one of their many like I honestly don't care if we get another Half Life. I think yeah, it could be fun to get another Portal just because those mechanics are fun. I think but Half it, I think Half Life's had its time, uh, but I think Portal still there's enough like juice left in the in the in the tank to um to push through for another one for sure or something yeah. Portal related. But even if it just leads to something new, I think it could be interesting. I just think it's mm. exciting that, yeah, so but he is listed only under other experts and not as a writer, so who knows what's actually happening. But I think it's interesting to to keep in mind that he's yeah. rejoined the company. I mean, the, the other interesting could be even, like, uh, add even more fuel to the fire in terms of uh, things like he could just be like a... a like overseeing like a, a consultant on anything portal if he knows the source material so well true it's a good so point. maybe they like they're using him as like a hey all right we're thinking about doing this where would you go do you have any ideas what would you do sort of like you know tapping that well in a way maybe not getting yeah. him to write the whole thing but like getting a basic story so they can take it to like a you know some new fresh blood and um bring something else to the table yeah, I mean, back in March when they were talking about Artifact, which is the name of their card game, ah, there which we I go. had to Google, yep. <laughs> uh, 
they did mention that as well as uh, that, they were working on other games, but I almost feel like Valve always says that. So I'm not even that surprised. It just is a matter of what those games are. And, but yeah. again, that's why this news, I was like, okay, this was because like, this was brought to my attention abroad from Hunting Seasons in ah, the chat. Yes. yes. And that's what made me go, oh, that's interesting. Like, it, yes. this. Because you know what? I really enjoyed the writing in Portal 2 for the most yes, part. So. Very much so. Even Portal 1, like, it's just yeah. one character, essentially. And it has so much personality. Um, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great game. It's a great two games. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to keep an eye on what happens at Valve going forward. For sure. I think this is a step in a good direction if you're hoping for a new game from them. But who knows? Valve is wildcard. It could be nothing. A new narrative-based game as well, especially, because... Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like a like... Dota or an Artifact yeah. or anything. Yeah. Who knows? They might be just doing, like, lore stuff for Dota 2. That's true. They could be doing lore stuff for Dota 2 and Artifact. Like, it's not impossible. Yeah. Man, that, it feels like such a waste, though. Anyway. Oh, man, it's Valve, unfortunately, so mm. <laughs> you wouldn't be surprised, would you? Yeah, because they don't give a flying fuck. Um, Look at their storefront. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that's sort of it. That's it for my first one. Awesome. All right. Well, my next one, my my my, my first one's gonna be very very brief, uh, and it is simply uh, from Reset Era. There's the the title. Of the thread is it is law. The Ness is pronounced as Ness. It's all I got for I you. I want to note this because obviously it's pronounced Ness. <laughs> yeah, I know. What are you Was saying? Was there any doubt? What, I say uh, nope. You say nope? Okay, cool. I'm going to say dope just because I want to say like the reason why it came up is a tweet from someone called Kyle McLean, which is a farm boy in Japan. Uh, he says, in the museum section of the Japanese version of Warrior Wear Gold, you can unlock some slides showcasing the Famicom. Also included is a picture of the NES. Within the description, Nintendo themselves says that NES is pronounced N-E-S-S, NES. So that's it. It's 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 Ness. There you go. Hey Joel. Yeah. Did you know that's not even the coolest thing to come out of that warrior like the warrior game? That's not the best thing it's given us. No. Oh Joel. Okay. Uh, after the podcast is done, and if you're listening to the podcast, feel free to look it up as well. Look up what happens with the amiibo when you're playing that game when you touch them on. Oh. It's as if the Wario does some art. Oh my god. But pay particular particular attention to what happens when you when you touch on the Wario amiibo. It's my favorite thing ever. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. So yeah, I, look I it up. It's up. it's pretty funny. Awesome. Well, yeah, that's my first that's my first story. That's um, Okay, awesome. In the bag. Let's move on. It's dude, slow news week. Um <laughs> and we, we're gearing up. We got we got Gamescom right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Tokyo Game so, Show yeah. probably not too far after that either. So yeah, and then and then it's packs and games every goddamn week. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So next up is something that popped up just the other day, and there's been an update on this story. But guess what? The update adds nothing, and that story is. Spyro Reignited Trilogy physical copies will only include the first game on the disc, and you will have to download two and three. Okay, so here's the thing. 
I, at first I was like, oh, let's stop. I'm going to note this because I don't think it's a huge issue. Okay. I'm, I'm going to... Wait, that's... wait. did you dope it or nope it? Nope it. Okay, well, I'm going to dope it. Yeah. Because are you, what, are you planning on picking up this game? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Even though I've got to download to probably two 30, 40 gig games. That's fine. They're not going to be that big. I know that they're... See. I know that they're they're not going to be that big. I know that they've had a lot of of, of work done to them. It's going to be like well, man, ten gig a piece at at most. I reckon that's my. Well, guess. Man, the question is why aren't they on the disc? Yeah, I guess the answer given by Activision was, as with most games today, downloading an update after purchase is quite common. The language on packaging and on the web is to let players know that the requirements let the let players know the requirements for Spyro Reignited Trilogy, which is such a non-answer. Yeah, I think there's a difference between downloading updates and downloading two of the three games. <laughs> True, I guess. Yeah, imagine, imagine you got the Kingdom Hearts collection, Joel, and it only okay. had one. All right, okay. That's I don't know. True. That's it. That, that that it was a nope from you, and it's a dope from me. So that's all I'm going to say. I just think okay. it's incredibly stupid. Yep. Yep. Okay. Now you've turned me around on that. That's it's pretty dumb, but it's Activision, so I'm not surprised. Um. Cool. All right. I feel bad for noping that one now. Uh, it's just dumb. Yeah, I'm mad it's, about it. It's, it's stupid. Just, <laughs> it's dumb. It's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're you're not you're not wrong there. Uh, all right. Well, my next news story. Uh, not much to it, but I think it's really neat. Um, Alana Pierce. Uh, Aussie uh, games journalist used to work at IGN. Recently left. Um, has announced her new position and where she's working. That's 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 the the tease. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I have to say dope because first of all, she's Australian, and exactly. second of all, because I re- I remember a lot of her Xbox Insider stuff back when back when you know game conventions were starting to kick off in Australia. Yep. So it's incredible to see how far she's gone. So obviously dope. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I, I it's not going to be too much long spent talking about it, but I just think it's really awesome that uh yeah now she's uh she's joining Funhouse, uh part of Rooster Teeth. So, um. Which I I'm a big fan of Funhouse. I love their content. I I really do, like they get genuine laughs out of me like pretty consistently. Um, I just I really enjoy their content and their style of uh, editing and the way they present their stuff together. So, uh, I think she said in her video about it, she said uh, as a, like a content producer first and foremost, and then she'll be doing on screen stuff here and there. Um. But I think in my mind, she's going to be in almost like a position kind of like what Joel Rubin was like. Um, maybe focusing on different things, though, like in terms of like content specific stuff. Uh, she has said in the past that she prefers like she doesn't want to be like she she I don't want to, say, I don't want to put words in her mouth, but she doesn't she likes doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff more so than being a like on camera personality a lot of the time. For sure. I think she spoke about it, about her time at IGN. Mm hmm. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I like she's already done a few things with them. Like, it makes sense now that there was that that string of videos there where she was like in quite a few of them, just hanging out at the offices. And I was like, all right, well that makes sense now. They were obviously like interviewing her and things like that. So, this is fun because you may have seen it, but there's a second thing that I want to daisy chain onto this. Okay, sure. It's it's another thing that Alana Pierce is doing. Ah, uh, yes, I did see this, and it's fucking you awesome. Did this? Yeah. yeah. 
So she's helping out uh, Danny O'Dwyer with a no-clip documentary with the, like featuring the Game Grumps and the development of Dream Daddy. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Um, that's I like rad. all four of those things. I enjoy. Yes, like, that's <laughs> it's just a blanket. Yes, like that's great. Because um, yeah, it's Danny, funny because she yeah, I was gonna say she posted a picture uh, of where she was, and I was just like, oh, that's of that's the Game Grumps. I know that portal bathroom. I've seen the goddamn office yep. tour. <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh it's, it's so so awesome um but yeah i i did say because like denny o'dwyer and, and his wife have just had a baby so i think he's sort of like easing up at the moment for obvious reasons um, that's fair yeah and he did mention that he's like oh, i've got you know we've got a, a guest presenter essentially a guest host presenting something uh and then yeah it was just like it's alana pierce about the game grumps and the development of dream daddy i'm like when is this coming out? I need to watch this like as soon as possible. It might even get Ticking me to like all the boxes. It might even get me to contribute a little bit to to no clip on Patreon. They make incredibly good stuff. Mm-hmm. There's so many people I want to back on Patreon. It's not yep. fair. Yeah, I know. It's like I, yeah, no clip makes such great documentaries. Because Joel, I just I started checking out a couple of because I've been meaning to do it for a long time, but I hadn't actually watched it yet. I started watching a couple of the the podcasts from the What's Good Game Girls, and they're really yeah. good. And I want to back them. But... Yep. What's oh. good? I want to I want to contribute because like I watch kind of funny like daily. Like it's I love <laughs> kind of funny. Like it's they're they're really great. Um, but yeah, going back to the Alana Pierce stuff, especially with Funhouse. Yes. Um, it's RTX this weekend. Uh, in the states, in Texas, so um, obviously lots of like Rooster Teeth related things are coming out. Um, but they had on the Thursday night before the convention kicked off, um, they had Let's Play Live, uh, like the the, the Let's Play Live uh, RTX edition, uh, and that was where they I think they blanket announced about Alana joining Funhouse, uh, and it was happened to be during I guess they were playing Dragon Ball Fighters. Um, and yeah, they were Dragon all, Ball Fighters part. They were all dressed as like uh, Dragon Ball Z characters, which was great. Uh, and to which they introduced their, I guess, I don't, I, have, I don't know if there's any video of it, but in my mind, it's like there's like a new challenger appears or something like that. And it's as Alana Pierce dressed as Bulma, which is awesome. So good. It's very so cool. great. Yeah. Bulma's also a very cool character. Yeah. It looks like, it also looks like from the picture that I can gather, it looks like James is dressed as Freezer, which is great. Excellent. So, yeah. <laughs> He's on he the was, ground, he, like screaming. He to was the, the sky. winner then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got like a freezer onesie, I think, on, which I'm like, need to find where he got that. It's like a buy one for Kyron. <laughs> I'll wear it for any yeah. any Dragon Ball related events. <laughs> no, no, you won't. You'll just sit. You'll be at home, just chill it out. If it's comfy enough, just like sitting in your your freezer That's onesie, It'd be great. I need. I could go a comfy onesie, man. They look comfy. They are, man. I actually just got rid of one of mine because it doesn't fit anymore, but. I had my Finn from Adventure Time one, which was really comfy. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was really neat. Um, she's a, a, a wonderful person. Uh, she really is. Like, she's it's so good to see how far she's gone. Genuinely awesome person. And it's really great to see her doing something um, on a channel, especially that I watch frequently. Not that I you know, wasn't going to watch any IGN stuff, because I actually did watch a couple of the Beyond episodes, especially around E3. Um that she was yeah. on and they were really great. So I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing her um, in more content. And like I said, seeing her in the, the fun house videos already, it was really great. So uh, yeah, really excited to see where she's, um, what she's going to do for that channel, which is awesome. It's 
It's funny because there was so much speculation about where she would land after mm. the IGN job. Yep. I think I think most people I don't want to I don't want to say like most people have figured it like I don't know. I feel like somewhere Rooster Teeth related made sense. Yeah, yeah. Considering that I, I don't want to like, you know, pigeonhole her with this or anything like that because it's not fair on her or or blame, but like, you know, having a being in a relationship oh. with someone within that company, like it's you know I always forget about that part. But like it was just when she was talking about like the big thing for me was when she was eight, like because she talked about how IGN didn't really let her stream, mm-hmm. and yep. she talked about how she would be able to stream. Like that just it reminds me of how Roosters have changed their stance on streaming after yes. Ray <laughs> after left. Ray left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was gonna say yeah because they were like, no, you have to stream through our accounts and all this stuff, and then Ray's like, uh-huh. cool, I'm gonna do my you own can thing. Stream actually, <laughs> and now and now Ray's like fucking raking it in. So. um but now there's everyone no can stream exactly, but there's no bad blood there. I mean, he's at, he's at RTX oh, no, no, no. with his yeah, booth. Yeah, yeah. He's selling body pillows. I don't know whether that means oh they're body God, pillows that's... of himself, but I'm like, fuck yes, Ray, you're ho- so great. I hope they're body pillows of himself. I fucking hope so too, because he's such a great. I'd be sad dude. if they weren't. It's yeah. I saw that he posted. He's like, yeah, all, all this other stuff is sold out at his booth for for day one, and also the body pillows. And I'm like, wait, what? Yep, no, that seems on brand. That seems completely on Brilliant. brand for him. Um, but yeah, that's my, that's my next news story. Cool. Cannot, cannot wait to see Alana Pierce starting to pop up in Funhouse videos. Yes. I'm not sure when, I don't think she's got a start date for when she, her videos will start coming up, but excited to see it. Yeah. I'd probably give it like three or four weeks, I'd say. Mm. Just, but, cause they're yeah. probably recording them now-ish. Um, and then they'll go up eventually cause they've obviously got a, a, a probably a release schedule. So cool. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. What do you got for me next, Kyron? Uh, the next one, I think there's potential for discussion. Also, very strong potential for, like, rolling your eyes into the back of your head so hard <laughs> they just, they never come back. Yep. Okay. Bioware hears loud and clear fan demand for more Mass Effect and Dragon Age. <laughs> oh. oh. I feel like I'm being so negative on this shit, on this dope or no. I look. Uh, I'll I'll say dope, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> Let's put it that way. That's I didn't it. think you'd dope it. I'm gonna say dope too, but that's it's not so much because of this story. Because I mean, it's it's all the things you can expect. It's like yes. Yeah. Obviously, people want more Mass Effect and Dragon Age, and I mean, Bioware's not going to come out and say, "Yeah, we're done with those franchises." Yeah. Sorry. Yep. But I think the interesting thing to consider is how do you come back? First, I mean, less so Dragon Age because I mean, even though I don't remember Inquisition too fondly, mm. at least I don't actively nothing it, which I do for Andromeda. Yeah. Uh, that that's and I, the same for me. I Inquisition's the only one I played any of in the Dragon Age series, and it was like it was okay, but it definitely wasn't like hot garbage like Andromeda was. <sighs> yeah. So, um, so Casey Hudson, I'll give you a quote first. Okay. Casey Hudson said, "We hear loud and clear the interest in Bioware doing more Dragon Age and Mass Effect." So rest assured that we have some teams hidden away working on some secret stuff that I think you'll really like. We're just not ready to talk about any of it for a little while. Again, sort of stock standard stuff, 
I think it's just interesting to consider how do you come back from Andromeda for those. Yeah. It's mostly Mass Effect. I'm worried about. I think Dragon Age. You can like you can do enough one of those and it'll do okay. I think it'll but be Andromeda fine, yeah. did some and- damage. Some damage on top of what three's ending controversy did to the Mass mm-hmm. Effect IP. Yeah. So I don't know. It I was know like save that series. This is a new. It was supposed to be like this is a new start, clean slate, rah rah rah. But it just it it wasn't good. Um, I don't know. Some people yeah. did did find enjoyment out in it after it had been like you know updated and whatnot. That's fine. I'm not taking that away from you whatsoever. I personally just didn't enjoy it. No, um, I also didn't care. No, and and but I think the interesting thing he says there about like you know we're just not ready to talk about it yet. It's like but you have, I, like you could have just said nah, we don't want to talk about it right now, like. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's I, I I think like by saying we're not ready to talk about that yet, you've talked about it. Like, so now everyone's going to start being putting the pressure on you and being like, "What are we going to hear about Mass Effect? What are we going to hear about Dragon Age?" And you, uh, as much as you would like to just be able to go, oh, I, "Hey, I said we'll talk about it when we're ready." It's like that's not going to be enough. As shitty as no. that is, but yeah, that's the state I, we're in. I also. Moment. I also remember the lead up to Dragon Age Inquisition. They were very open with their like fan engagement. Like that thing was at heaps of, or at least a decent amount of like panels and conventions where the developers would talk about it and like give glimpses into the development. And yep. Andromeda, well, the lead up to Andromeda was just a thing. Like, yeah, when that Xbox, when that um Origin preview went up, that was when the yeah. alarm bells started going off, and everyone was like, "Uh oh, oh no!" I mean. I mean, I think alarm bells nearly went off when they had like the the reveal, and it was like a brief gameplay trailer, and people were like, "That's that's it." Yeah, and true. this game's coming out like early next year. This thing's getting delayed. Yeah, and it turns out it should have been delayed, but it wasn't. <laughs> and well, the rest is history, really. Yeah, exactly. We uh, you could go and hunt down those episodes and hear our thoughts on that. <laughs> but yeah, like how? I mean. If you were Bioware, how would you approach a new Mass Effect? Do you, I mean, obviously, I, I think you distance yourself from Andromeda. Like, that is just, that's a standalone thing now, and you don't reference that. You just yep. don't talk about it. You don't talk about Ryder or any of those characters. They're no. gone now. No, they are, yeah, uh, they are lost in space. Um, I, on- uh, I get it. Uh, I honestly think scaling it back and making a, a smaller scale Mass Effect game. Yes. I yes. think is, is what needs to happen. One like yeah. one solar system with like three or four planets, maybe. That's it, and not like sprawling open vast areas. Um, obviously, you have a couple of those to vary things up, but like I think scaling it right back down to what you know Mass Effect was at, at its core, for better or worse. Like you know, it was you know. I th- think. Yeah. Def definitely, I think it like as much as I like Mass Effect One, and I know. It definitely isn't perfect, and I know the popular one is two. Yeah, it's hard to disagree that like the gameplay worked best in two. Yeah, I think, I think that you know you find a middle ground between like how how the action worked in two, but I mean also just not those narrow cover you know shooter sections. Yeah, open that up a little bit. I just think yeah, but I de- I think you are definitely right. Like scale it back a bit. Maybe don't set your your like vision so grand yeah like, humanity jumping to another system and like meeting a new race and there's all this other stuff that happened in andromeda that's just 
again, yeah. it never grabbed me. I never felt compelled to care. No. Which sucked, because underst- the Shepard trilogy, regardless of the ending, the Shepard trilogy did have its hooks in me up to the end. Yeah. I mean, it's understandable, like, that you want to try and, with something like a game set in space, that you want to do vast, open, massive, big, and go large with it. But I think, yeah, Mass Effect works best when it's, like, concentrated and, and focused, which is good. Yeah. Um, hopefully, maybe that's what they're talking about, but we're not going to hear about that for years. So, yeah, totally no, fine. Well, like the, yeah, that next Dragon Age is definitely coming up before Mass Effect. For oh, sure. sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, maybe, maybe E3 next year, I think. Maybe. Oh, that depends on Anthem. <laughs> Oh, yeah, true. Maybe Game so Awards much... next year. Yeah, a lot depends on Anthem, I guess, if you, yeah. if you want to be... Yeah, true. Uh, Cool. Would you like... Uh, would you yeah, like that's, next... that, that's would... that one. Yeah, that's that one? Cool. All right, so... That's that one. This one's a nice little a little one, but I put this in here for you, Kyron. Um, I, I'm, I'm sure you've seen this already, but uh, apparently... There was a new Metroid reference found in Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze four years after its release. I did see this, actually. Yeah, yeah. There's not much to it. Um, what do you say? I mean, it's Metroid. It's an obligatory dope, even though this is, it's like, the sm- it's literally the smallest of things, but yeah, it's, uh, it it's, warms the heart. It's really neat. Like, there's a short video of, of it. Um, you can look it up. Um, but yeah, there's it, it. It's basically just like there's a little Metroid floating around in an underwater section of Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, which um is really cool. Uh, and uh, surprising I, though, it's taken four stage. years. Yeah, I'm trying to look at where it's the actual stage for it. It's like I forget. I I had the name in my head, but I've forgotten it now. Here we go. Let me find it for you. Um, it's on. Oh, hang on. It's disappeared. For uh, World 4, Level 3, Miss Abyss. But not... Also, it's a gorgeous stage. Yeah. For those who haven't played Tropical Freeze, it's very good. Apparently, <laughs> not in the Wii U version, it seems, someone's saying. Oh. Mm. Oh, no. No, someone's confirmed it is. Never mind. Okay, good. Oh, I am on reset error here, so I am on the Wii, uh, on, on reset error here, so it's, oh, okay. you know... Yeah, I'm, news I'm, is constantly evolving. I'm playing fast and loose with the, with the comment section here. Um... <laughs> But yeah, uh, I just thought that was really neat. It was a really fun little uh, little little tidbit to put in there. You can go watch the video. And yeah, it's just this cute little Metroid floating through the water, having a grand old time. It's really neat. I think, is there, is there like a specific trigger for it? I can't remember. Um, uh, They seem to go forward and then go back a little bit in the video. I just sort of wanted to see what it looked like and how big and whatnot, uh, how big a deal it actually was. But yeah, it's just a nice little Easter egg. So- the article I've got here says that they did it by heading past the first checkpoint until you reach the illuminated underwater area. From here, you have to swim forwards out of that area before returning back again, taking damage along the way. To watch the Metroid float up from the bottom of the screen, the Metroid can be found in both the Switch and Wii U versions. So yeah, cool. that's really cool. Yep. Uh, apparently in Donkey Kong Country Returns, there's like a crashed Metroid, uh, a crashed um, Samus's ship in it as Makes well. Makes sense. Um, uh, retro studios know where their heart lies. Yep, paying homage to their to their roots, which is really cool. 
Um, but yeah, I think that's that's it from that story. <laughs> it's just I thought yeah. it was Metroid related. So I'm like, ah, throw that in there. It's a nice little fun. So I know I know Kyron will dope this. He yeah, has exactly. To. <laughs> this is a this is a winner. This one. Um, but yeah, not much to it. Um, have you got anything else, Kyron? I have one more. Excellent. And it's Joel. It's that time of year again. It's that time of year again. Okay. All right. We have some sales, Joel. We've got some PS4 and Switch sales. Get them sales going. We've actually got a dope on note. I feel like oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm... to say the, the numbers. Then. Uh, yeah, it's a dope. Let's let's do it. Sales are fun. Ah, cool. They are. It's fun to see to see numbers. Yep. All right. So, obviously, we know the Switch came out last March. Of course, it's it's the little it's the little console that could. It's yes. just over a year now, a year old now, and has officially hit. It was nearly at twenty million units sold. That's uh, that's nothing to sniff at. That's... It's sitting on nineteen point six seven million. Whew. Oh boy, that's um, that's some good news. Some very good news. For... For fun little for those keeping score, it's very quickly approaching the GameCube's lifetime sales of twenty one point seven four million, and then I guess its next target will be the Nintendo sixty four, which sold thirty two point nine three million. Yeah, which would which were some of like Nintendo's underperforming consoles, obviously, but yeah. still, the Switch has done this in just over a year. Yep, on pace, it's looking good versus how the PS four was doing. Which, on that topic, the PS four is now past eighty million units sold crazy it's insane <laughs> absolutely crazy that does include the uh ps4 pro as well doesn't it yes i'm pretty sure it does mm. but i don't i'm not i mean I'm, i assume it's not many of those of a ps4 pros of course yeah no but um i guess they, they want to try and scratch together as much as they can to make themselves look really good so yeah uh, uh but yeah I just, I just wanted to i mostly am blown away by the switch numbers like yeah the Switch is one of those things where, even though I still enjoy it on a daily basis, it's just, I don't know, maybe it's just because the Wii U left my 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 assumptions on how the public perceived Nintendo platforms yeah. in the gutter, but I just didn't, even even when I was playing this, I'm going, I doubt other people will care, but they do, and that's such good news. Yeah. It's not quite as an attach, like, like a, a general public attach rate as, say, like the Wii, but... It's kind of like for more, I guess, casual gamers and things like that as well that aren't like checking reset error every day and and checking stores and whatnot, like for for new updates and things on games, um, watching YouTube channels and whatnot. Um, But for those people that do enjoy playing games but like aren't super following along, it's kind of more on par to like the attach rate to something like a 3DS maybe or like a DS even where it's like, uh, look, you know, you can get some pretty good deals on a on a Switch at the moment, like three hundred fifty bucks for a console, that, a home console that you can take with you. Like that's that's a a great selling point, and the the library is already super impressive with first party, third party, and indie support. Like it's you you can't go wrong with it with a Switch, really. Yeah, and uh, I was gonna say I'm trying to look up the they did list the current like up to date sales for their games, but I can't find the exact list but one thing that i want to point out this is actually not related to the story but it's it also lends into it mm-hmm. and it's the fact that uh octopath traveler has apparently hit a million 
Oh, that's Already awesome. A million, a million a million sold, which is again it's a game I will I will go back to, I swear. I will. Yep. Yep. I've just been busy in space. Yep. I will cool. get back to it. Um, um but yeah, it's just it's, it's so inspiring to hear that for a throwback JRPG. On yeah. The, like the Switch is just that good at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's super impressive. Like and I think there were like like software shortages in terms of like physical copies for yes yeah octopath as well which is yeah it's always heartwarming and and impressive to see a story that about a game that did have like you know you know shortages in in like physical copies that it's still like just crushing it in sales so um yeah that's awesome You, you can probably guarantee on a project octopath traveler 2 or octopath traveler 2 somewhere in the future Absolutely. Like, mm. I mean, I'd be, I think Square Enix will be definitely paying, or if they weren't already looking at their Switch efforts, they'd be definitely considering it now. They might be yep. looking at getting Dragon Quest Eleven ready to go quicker. Yeah, true. Chuck, ah, ah. Chuck, chuck uh, Kingdom Hearts on there. Yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Get that um, HD collection running it. Probably not ooh. three, but definitely get the hate, the, like the collection of the other two on there. Oh boy. Yeah, that's that's uh, right I've for got, the picking. I, Tracked them down, Joel. I tracked down the numbers. Okay, cool. Do you, uh, you did you you you? I was gonna make you guess, but screw it. I'll just list them off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I actually think um, I've already. I already kind of know. Yeah, so. that's yeah. that's why I was. That's why I figured. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, first best-selling game on Switch right now, Super Mario Odyssey. Yep. No surprise. Eleven points. Eleven point one seven million units. I was actually sort of surprised, as much as well, I love Mario. True. Yeah. Because number two is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, which I thought would be bestseller. Yeah, true. But it's it's only barely behind. It's 10.35 million, which is still, you know, still these awesome. are good numbers, honestly. Especially considering it's a Wii U port at its core. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, number three is Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild with 9.32 million. Yep. I Yeah. Again, astounding. Again, that's a game that came out the Wii U as well. But yep, Switch true. version, man. Oh, yeah. Number four, Splatoon 2 with 6.76 million. Fuck yeah. Great numbers for Splatoon 2. It's really um, great. It is. Five is one to switch at 2.45 mil. mil. Like, I, I yeah, mean, cool. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Like, it's, it's a, people will pick that up, especially on sales as well. Like, you know, it's a good way yeah. to showcase what the, the, the switch can do so if it's on sale it's like nah fuck it i've got a party coming up i'll take it along it's dumb fun for what it's worth like 30 bucks for one night's party like you know i'll get enough entertainment out of it should have been a pack-in but okay should have been a pack-in yeah <laughs> number six is arms with 2.01 million units that's good to see uh then we've got kirby star allies with 1.89 million units yeah that's also really good to see <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles 2 managed to do 1.42 million, which is really good for a JRPG. And, like, when I say JRPG, like, I would, if I was to, like, describe Xenoblade Chronicles 2, I would say this is, this is as JRPG as you can get. Yeah. This game is, like, 100 plus hours long. The mechanics and the systems are probably way more complicated than they need to be. Yep. But... It sold 1.42 million, so good on it. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I guess out of curiosity alone, like, that's probably sold a few copies, which is really good to see. Still can't believe they delivered on that game coming out last year. Somehow. Yeah, like, that's insane. We were all just like, yeah, nah, that's nah, happening. Yeah, like, 
just going to get delayed. But yep. no, came out. Yeah. Uh, then last two, we've got Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze with 1.4 million. Nice. Which I think... It doesn't. It's not in the bestsellers for the Wii U, so yeah, I guess it's outperformed the Wii U release of that Shit, game, yeah. which is sad for the Wii U version. Yeah, well, you know. And then number ten is Mario Tennis Aces with one point three eight million units. That's pretty good considering it's been out for a short amount of time and it's had a little, a bit of a rocky start. Yeah, it one point three is nothing to scoff at when it came out like maybe a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Like, it's very good. Yeah, I just. This Switch is just doing so good. It's doing so well. And it's still... And it's going to be interesting to see where they sit come holiday season when they've got a Pokemon game out that is a that is basically chasing the Go audience. And if, yep. that, if that hit lands, oh boy. And then there's a Smash game coming mm-hmm. out in December. They've, like, they've got all their bases covered, basically, for this holiday season. And it's going to be nuts to see. I mean, like... Because all you got to do... Yeah, I was like, all you got to do really is get closer to the holiday season, put out a bundle with like Zelda and Mario. Mm-hmm. It'll tee you up nicely to then go. Oh, I might as well get Pokemon and Smash as well, and you you just covered. You're set. I mean, but even still, like Black Friday sales, they're gonna go. They're gonna be like exactly. They're gonna be like, all right, cool. Here's the Switch bundled with Pokemon, and like the the Go audience that may not play have considered buying a Switch or anything like that. Just that just play Go. Might just be like, fuck yeah, I'll buy that for however much. Uh, and they're just I'm gonna... really, I'm yeah, I'm really interested to see how the Let's Go games do because yeah. if they do as well as they could, that's so much money just ready to be just yep. And taken. it's <laughs> it, it's a way it's a way for them to release a new Pokemon game every year, but to alternate between like traditional Pokemon game and a, a Let's Go game. Well, because they already had a sort of a way to do that. Yeah, I guess. Because, but that's the thing I wonder, like, because traditionally how they did it was they would sometimes, I guess they sort of had three ways. They would have the new game, yep, the sequel game, or the remake. Like, will, in the future, will remakes take, like, the let's go form, I wonder. I don't know. Maybe. That's, yeah, actually it would make sense. Because, I mean, we're, after Blue and Red, like, we're due for, like, a... Diamond and Pearl, I guess, was after Ruby and Sapphire. Like, we're due for those to be remade next, I guess. Ooh, boy. And we already know that next next year's is a new one, so that's not an issue. It's just, yeah, man, Let's Go could make them so much money. That's the thing I really keep keep thinking about. I honestly think it's going to make them so much money. I I think it's a fairly safe lock. I'm not really excited for it at all. I think it's going to make them so much money. That's fair. I'm still going to check it out. Give it a go, for sure. Um, but, uh, that's yeah. that's really it. Like, just video games are doing good. The industry's looking pretty good, looking healthy. I like money it. Money wise, the money's good. Um, I've got I, I I've got one one last one, but uh, it's it, it's one we could bring up at another time. I think so. I honestly think uh, we might I might say that one, put that one yes. in the back pocket, get stash it away. It's going to be a bit of a uh, discussion topic as well. And it might be a fun one to to dive into in in, in oh, depth. Okay. So, um, just to sort of speculate a little bit. But who knows? By the time we get to the next episode, it, things might have been announced about it. So, <laughs> next week could be like the biggest news week in games ever. Exactly. We yeah. God, don't say. It won't don't be. give me it a heart be. attack about that. 
Um, but it's yeah, okay. it, it won't be. <laughs> I, that, that's that's uh, that's it for me with news stories. Excellent. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Good good times. I, I must say, I am really enjoying doing dope or nope for news. I think it's a lot of fun. There's a lot more stream. I can't believe people didn't pronounce it Ness. That's the thing I can't take away from right. Taking away from this, like how how was that not the assumption? I get some people saying NES because I've said that before. It's like yeah, oh, the NES I've said, classic. I've said NES. Yeah, but the net. I think but the one that, is... yeah, the the one that they they referenced in that was like NES, and I'm like Nez. that's on, dumb. Man. That's dumb. Nintendo Entertainment System. System. Not Nintendo Entertainment System. System. <laughs> The Classic. Zistum. Yeah, anyway. Um, but yeah, awesome. All right, we're almost uh, at the finish line, but I think it's time, just before we get there, to kick it into the bonus round. Bonus round. Fantastic. So our bonus round is, of course, our question and answer segment of the show. Uh, if you'd like to hit us up, Please contact us on, on any of our uh, various uh, platforms and whatnot that we'll uh, run uh, current rundown at the end of the show. Um, just like the, the few people we've got uh, questions from today. Uh, we've got a couple of questions and a, a fun little game that we're going to play that I stressed over a little bit, slightly. Um, it was easier for me than you. Yeah, I I had a difficult time, but I'm gonna I've got slight caveats to the the game because he didn't specify. So, uh, but we'll get to that shortly. First up, we got a question from our very very good friend, Mister Ben Clark, wonderful DM who I uh, had the pleasure of uh, playing with today uh, in our monthly D and D session, which was a lot of fun. Also got a chance to play some Jackbox with him, which was good. We had a lovely day out there, um, seeing his adorable baby, um, which is great. Uh, and he's a very good friend of ours, and we appreciate his support. And he asks us, what choice in a video game has filled you with the most regret or immediate, I wish I didn't make that decision? Um, apart from, like, my D&D game, making a silly character choice that we talked about last week. Um, oh, Joel. Oh, Joel. I wasn't going to yeah. bring, bring that back up again. No, you it's fine. This. That was the first thing that came to my mind when I read this. I'm like... Yeah, all right. Um, but yeah, is there anything that comes to mind for you, Karen? Oh, um, I know I made some choices. I made one choice in particular in Life is Strange where I was like, oh, was that the right choice? Oh, well, <laughs> I've made it now. Uh, I won't talk about that choice because you've still got to play Life is Strange and I don't want to spoil do. it. Yeah. Um, Oh, I'm trying to think. Like, I'm trying to think of like narrative games, like with decision making. Like, Quantic Dream games come to mind, but yeah. Well, I definitely. I... Re- yeah, I was gonna say I definitely regret those choices because I'm like, no, this is just a movie that I'm playing, and that's a choice that happened. Exactly. Like, oh yeah. well, <laughs> you're editing it together the way that you want. Yeah, to exactly. It. Yeah. Um, no, I have one that, that that pops to my mind that I've talked about a lot of times, and it's not so much that you have a choice; it's more so that it's. It doesn't give you a choice, I guess, and I it still gives me regret. Um, and that's the that's the end of Metal Gear Solid Three with the boss, like yeah, just putting that controller down, and going, I don't want to do this. I, I don't want <laughs> to like, do okay. this. Then the game ends here for you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just that's it. You know, the entire future is retconned. Um, but yeah, like that that one really st- stuck out to me. Um, 
And yeah, it still sits with me. Like, you know, that decision is like, oh. Uh, and I guess about other decisions uh, in games where you don't get the choice, you're sort of forced into it, but still have regret afterwards. Um, spoiler alerts for Spec Ops The Line. Um, but Spec Ops The Line, I don't even think I need to say what it is, but it's like, yeah, if you've played Spec Ops The Line, yeah. you know what we're talking about. Um, it's, yeah. More, pe- more people should play Spec Ops The Line. And- Fucking oath. And I know at a glance, I mean, at this point, I feel like if you have if you know a thing or two about games, you might have heard of why you should play that game. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't, like, I know the game doesn't look like much, but you should play it. <laughs> yeah, no, you should. It's on, I'm pretty sure it was, it's on Game Pass, I think, on Xbox. Oh, really? Oh, my God, then everyone I should play it. I <laughs> think so. Either that or it was a Games with Gold game or something like that. It, recently, I think it was on Xbox for some reason um, that you could play it on Xbox One. And I was like, everyone played this game it's so good your housemate your housemate brendan bought that for me on pc he's like you need (laughs) to play this game and i was like all right cool why not you've bought me the game i'll give it a go i downloaded it and i just devoured that game for better or worse came out the other side of it a little a changed man um the the regret from that game is definitely strong mm -hmm. yeah it's oh boy heavy shit in that one uh, have I stalled long enough for you, Karen? Man, I don't know. It's just, it's... Maybe it's just because I haven't played a game that I've cared so much about the story where it's a, like I've made a choice that I regret. Because, again, I went back to... I was, thinking, I was thinking back to Bioware games. I'm like, I made lots of choices in those games, but nothing that I felt bummed out about or was like, ah, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that. So yeah. I don't know. Did you pick I the right color? Answer... Okay. If you want to, if you want a choice regret in Mass Effect, uh, I regret picking up that game and choosing to start it. Really, uh, hey, the game's the game's great until the end, to the last ten minutes of it. Here's my here's my stance. There, is it great or is it just even more painful when you get to the end and see what they squandered? And is it better to yeah. to just be like to end on the high that is suicide mission? Yeah, in Mass Effect Two. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we know the Reapers are still coming. You know what? Speaking of choices you don't get to make, the stupid bullshit non-choice in the Mass Effect 2 DLC, which is forced upon you to get to, to basically finagle Commander Shepard into a particular position at the start of Mass Effect 3. Right. Whether, where you... Yeah, I... Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think if I, if I had to pick an answer, like the choice that I, to this day, I'm like, was it right? I mean, I've done it. But it wasn't right. Is the one at the end of Life is Strange? Okay, awesome. I mean, and even throughout that game, there's a couple. Where I'm like, oh, did I did I handle that? End? Life is Strange is just one of those games where I'm like, I consider them more like people rather than just like avatars or things I'm moving through stories. I'm like, yeah, the Life is Strange characters. I don't know. They they strike a chord a bit more, and I'm like, oh, was that? I fucked that, didn't I? Yeah. Life is Strange 2 is coming up. Can't wait. And I don't wish to sound like a broken record, but man, why, why isn't that game on the Switch yet? Life is Strange? I don't know, man. Ask Square Enix. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, come on, man. Chuck it on there. It runs on mobile phones. Oh, anyway. oh I'm sure there's some choices I regret from the first season of Walking Dead as well, actually, now I think about it. Mm, I think every choice is a bad choice in that game. Yeah, there's there's no good choice in that game. That's true. Like in a good way, like but it's 
bad narratively. It's just like, oh boy. Yeah. What have I done? <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. Well, thank you very much, Ben, for your question. It was a good time to also, you know, thank you for reminding me to remind everyone that Spec Ops Align is a game that everyone needs to play. Um, everyone should play it. It's good. Do not it's judge wild. that game by its cover, please. Yeah, do not judge it by how it looks or the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it's one of those games where you're like, no, you're going for the story. You're going for a ride, yeah. not how you get there or mm-hmm. what it looks like. It's the gameplay's kind of, fine. That, the gameplay's fine. Like, it's it's still a fun game. Yeah. Well, it's quote, it's unquote, pretty run of fun game. But uh, yeah, you're right. It is. It's pretty stock standard, especially. But it came out in that period of time where everything was like yeah. that game. Yeah. But it has yes, a very exactly important. That. It has a very important and uh, devastating story to tell. So yeah, it really does. Like, there's nothing really out there like mm. that, or like not not at, of that of that era. Like, it's just yeah, yeah. It's heavy shit. Um, cool. But yes, thank you very much, Ben, for your question. Uh, next up, we've got Mr. Broderick Gordes, co-host of the Hunting Seasons podcast. Uh, he and his co-host, Damask, uh, if you like television shows and uh, hearing people talk about television shows as much as you like hearing us talk about video games, uh, then you need look no further than Hunting Seasons. It is a fantastic podcast uh, run by two fantastic people who know their shit when it comes to their source material uh, and are very, very good at presenting themselves uh, in the podcast format. Um, yeah, it's really great. There, I've started listening, I'll probably listen to a little bit more before I go to bed, but I've started listening to their latest episode, which is uh, uh, Bojack Horseman, season one and two. Uh, I saw the doubleheader. Yeah, I, but it's 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 good for, you know, for you and I, who are obviously very big advocates for that show, um, for better There's or worse. There's a new worse. season coming up, and I am <sighs> not emotionally ready for it at all. God, that that is a show that just pops up, and it's like, hey, new season's coming out in a few weeks. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh god, I get myself ready for it. Oh boy, and then you devour it, and then you're like, oh. mm-hmm. "Yep, what is life?" Um, but uh, yeah, if, if you if you've watched BoJack Horseman season one and two, go and hear their thoughts on it. I'm very excited to hear what they have to say about it because I've been nagging Brod to watch it for ages. I'm like, gotta watch BoJack Horseman. Have you watched it until now? I don't think so. No. Okay. Um, I don't think so. I could be wrong. I expect to get a message from Broad sometime this week saying, I have watched you it will. beforehand. Um, How dare you rag me out yeah. in the podcast? I will I will, I will, will apologize now in advance, Broad. I'm very sorry. Um, but yeah, go and listen to their podcast. It's great. Uh, but Broad asks us this week, he says, Game time. Make your ultimate party of four using your favorite RPG characters. You can only use one character from a series. Uh, the example he gives is you can only use one character from any Final Fantasy game or spin-off. Uh, critique each other's parties for strengths and weaknesses. Have fun. Cool. Alright, so I struggled a little bit with this one, but I've found a loophole. Because I'm cheeky like that. So, <laughs> that's how I roll. Uh, you didn't specify JRPG. Exactly. So, that's why I mine's very broad use of the RPG. <laughs> it's still very much within the, the confines of RPG. It's not like I'm going... Something like Assassin's Creed or, or Watch Dogs or something like that. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going that far. There's one that's like walks the line pretty pretty closely, but um, the Ooh. rest are pretty on point. Um, cool. 
Uh, do you, do you want to go first? Do you like me to go first? Which I can go first. I'll I'll, I'll parade my party of JRPG okay. characters past you, Joel. All right, cool. Awesome. Because this this question was just like, oh man, I knew I'd played all those JRPGs for a reason. Yep. It was for the day that Brod would tell me to make my ultimate party, and this, this could have been hard for you for a different reason, not because you had to think of things, it was because you had to pick you, which ones you what? actually liked. <laughs> That's the thing, like, the stickler was, like, one character from a series. I'm like, oh, well, that actually makes it tricky, which I guess is why I did it. Yeah. Uh, but my party of four... Okay. ...goes as follows. Right. It, of course, starts with the ultimate white mage, Aerith mm-hmm. Gainsborough from Final Fantasy VII. Yep, that's a gimme. Uh, yep. The next one, I was sort of like... It, it was like a, a, a coin flip, that which of the three I would pick. I ended up picking this one because I think he's... I guess he's my favorite out of the three of them. Uh, Joker from Persona 5. Nice. Okay. Like, as if, 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 if you're bringing a... Every party needs, a, you know, magic damage. And, man, Joker with the Persona swapping, he's got all those bases covered. No yeah, issues there. Yeah, good point. Yeah, good point. Uh, I bought everyone's favorite uh, British hero, Shulk from Xenoblade Chronicles. Oh, nice. He's really you can feeling see briefly, it. He's really feeling it, and he can briefly see into the future, which is infinite. Like, just that's just useful. <laughs> it's it's op fuck. Like, it really is. <laughs> he can do it, so take that. And last of all, Frog from Chrono Trigger for no other reason besides oh, the fact that he's a badass. Good call, like a massive badass. <laughs> good call. That's a really good one. Awesome, but but yeah, that's really my party. Uh. I mean, obviously, if it wasn't for Broad's stipulation, it probably would have been all Final Fantasy VII characters. Yep. Maybe a Persona character in there, but he got me. So there you go. Those are my it's, four. It's almost like he knows us. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite... It's a shock. It's weird like that. It's almost like he's a good, attentive friend. Um. <laughs> okay. But, uh, what, what's yours, Joel? Lay it on me. All right. So I've got, like, reasoning, like, reasoning behind mine sort of maybe a little bit like i tried to make my team as balanced as possible uh with the knowledge that i had that was coming to me in my very tired state um <laughs> so i'm gonna start off i'm gonna start off with i'm gonna start off with like the player character and for melee damage i'm gonna go with sora because yeah, you know it's an rpg kingdom hearts 2 sora especially because he's got some great combos that fucking air combo is just brutal as fuck um, the air combat in Kingdom Hearts 2 is just oh, so good. I never spent time on the ground in, in combat. It was always just like, Why jump, would you? Flick him up into the air and stay there. That's where I live now. <laughs> Come to me, this everyone. This is your home in yep. the sky. I'm going to hit you with this key yep. countless times. Yeah, and I was just touch the ground for a second so I can like, jump back up again. Um, so yeah, <laughs> we got Sora there. Next up, uh, continuing on, you know, still in the JRPG ruse, uh, I've got Morgana. As a healer, and also because Morgana's a fucking cat, and he's awesome, and I love him to death. Uh, even if he tells me to go to bed really early, he every does night. tell you to bed like, he, every night. Yeah, every night. Um, but I, I just love Morgana as a character, and he's a pretty decent healer, especially when he has that full party heal. Um, that's real handy <laughs> at points in the game uh, when you just you have get no in- idea how badly. I wanted to include uh, Futaba in my party just because I know. of her uses as a navigator, but not combat. So unfortunately, That's... I cut her. I had the same thing because, like you know, Rise because Rise is Bay, but you know, navigator can't can't put him in there. Um, 
And here's where things start to get a little skewed. Just a little little bit. So these are all sort of like relatively relevant to our, the the rest of the episode. Um, I've got Garrus from, uh, from Mass Effect. Yeah, that's an RPG. I mean, personally, I would pick Legion, but okay. That's fine. That's fine. I just like me and Garrus are bros, man. We were, we were just, we were bros through the game. And he's there for firepower. So, you know, offering a bit of like, you know, range support, I guess. Um, and yeah, and just, I love Garrus. He's, he's an awesome character. Um, and yeah, we were just, we were just bros for the whole game. I loved him. Good, good dude. Uh, and finally, here's where I've like, this is the one that to- like walks the line pretty closely. Uh, I've got Zero from Borderlands 2. I mean, it. I guess it sort of is. It's 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 a first person shooter RPG. It's got loot drops. It's got look. Yeah, there are there are numbers. There are skill points. Yeah, like progression. There's there's stats as well that like you know like gradually increase the more things that you do as you play through the game. So you're leveling up your character and yeah. So. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess it. I guess it technically applies. Yeah, that's that's I, that's what I thought. Like, it, it, it's it's pretty I'm playing pretty fast and loose with it. But, um, and he's there just because he's he's a sweet assassin, and because backstab. So, why not? Oh man, I, I remember zero. zero I remember awesome. liking Borderlands two. Borderlands two is a great game. I still like Borderlands two. Don't know if I'm going to like Borderlands Three when it eventually comes out, but yeah, we'll cross that bridge when I'm we get to it. I'm not confident about that. Yeah, I'm not confident about that. I am very sad that I have that feeling. I sh- I don't want to feel that way, but yeah, we'll see. Anyway, but that's my party. That's my that's my team. Got a nice, you know, relatively balanced. I feel. Um, I think we. I think we mostly covered all the roles. Yeah, I, don't I know think if so. Was really. I don't think either of us has a tank to sort of ta- suck up the hits. That was the thing. Like, I couldn't think of, like, a, no tanks were coming to my head, like, coming to mind immediately. So, just, yeah. Maybe, maybe Kanji, maybe, but then I'd have to drop out Morgana, I guess. Morgana. I need a healer. Like, it's, yeah. Um, like, Garrus could tank up a little bit. Hmm. I don't know, man. <laughs> Compared to the rest of them, comparatively, if you if you're gonna bring in a Mass Effect tank, you'd you bring in like Rex or someone <laughs> like that, or Legion. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, no. I, I mean, I think I think our parties are pretty balanced. Yeah. I, and I, I, if Brad would like to submit notes with his disagreements, he is welcome. Yeah, exactly. To. I'd like to hear his party actually. Uh, cool. Oh. Let's we we'll throw out the uh, throw out the challenge for him. He's going to see. He, we want to hear your party now, Brod. Um, but I I do I I do like the fact that we both had a player character in there as well. Yes, that was that was that was neat. I, I really liked that. Um, yeah, man, it, it was hard picking a persona protagonist. I was I just wanted Joker, just because he looks so cool, man. He's he just so looks so cool. cool in both. Even he's when he's the- just in his like day clothes, he just looks awesome. Yeah, but man, the uh, the thief outfit with the mask and the yeah. coat and the gloves and yep, and then you just start hearing din 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 din
Dude, like because I've been because I binged all that Persona Five. Like the music's been in my head again for like oh. the last week, and I'm not even mad. There's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. There's the, it's Absolutely always a good day not. when you have that stuck in your head. Yeah, um, Absolutely. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for your uh, game. I guess, Brun. Uh, really appreciate your support. Thank you very much for listening. Um, and yeah, get back to us with that list with that your party. I want to hear it. Anyone else listening as well, if you want to submit your party, tell us your four party members from RPGs that you... And clearly we've made it obvious that you can submit from various different styles of RPG. So... Well, feel free to feel free to tell Joel we should play more RPGs. <laughs> uh, hey, look, they got me in the door with Persona. Just got to find the right ones. It's fine. Um, cool. All right. I think it's time now to move on to our final question for this week. From the big man himself, the one, the only, Mr. Sean Kirkpatrick. Uh, absolute legend of a human being. Wonderful artist. Has designed all our graphic design work for anything you see on pretty much any of our social media platforms and whatnot. Uh, and has also just done some amazing artwork for us. Um, we value his friendship. We value... Uh, I appreciate his skills and talent very much so uh, and we just think he's a great guy he's just an awesome dude I was hanging out with him today as well actually all three of these people I was hanging out with today it was nice it was lovely um, good times but Sean asks us let's hear your personal favourite cringy dialogue moments from games okay I mean I haven't played the game, but like, actually, either of the ones I'm, I'm I'm sort of thinking about, I haven't played either of those games properly, but just like they're synonymous with like cringy dialogue, and that's um the uh ha 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 from uh, it was the from Final Fantasy it was the 10. gift that that Brod posted with his question. <laughs> it was yeah, I can't I can't help but feel that that might have inspired Sean's question slightly. I really hope it did, but it's man, that's just. Oh, it's rough. Like, I get what the scene was going for. Yeah. But that's not the performance I would want for that scene. No, no. It's it just... <laughs> oh, I didn't even know oh. what that was. Anyway. um, The other... The, the, the one that I have played, I guess, is like a lot of the Disney-alikes in the Kingdom Hearts series. Like, some of them are just not very good. Um, It's not so much that they're cringy, I guess, but... I don't know. Actually, no. Most of Simba's dialogue is pretty cringy in its delivery. Honestly, most of Kingdom Hearts dialogue is pretty cringy. <laughs> yeah, true, <laughs> true, true. Oh, any of Aerith... darkness, light, heart. Oh, any of Aerith's in Kingdom Hearts too. All of the dialogue, man. It's yeah. It's all pretty bad. There's a there's a whole spiel by Riku in the first one when you're fighting him. Like, after, like, I can't remember. It's just, I love those games, but, oh. <laughs> yeah, and it just some of the deliveries on them as well. It's like, <coughs> oh, pardon me. It's pretty, pretty rough. Pretty rough to listen to. Um, But, yeah. Well, have, you, have you got anything that springs to mind, Karen? I can imagine oh, you've boy. got a, a whole list. I, I picked three quotes. Three Excellent. cringy quotes from right. three different games. 
Yep, first up, we have an all-time classic. An all-time classic from Devil May Cry. Dante. <laughs> yep. Which is, I should have been the one to fill your dark soul with light. It's <laughs> bad. It's bad. <laughs> oh, uh, no. I know. Then we've got this one. You could almost submit the entire script, but if I had to pick one cringy line from it, it would be, you were almost a Jill sandwich yep. from Barry Burton. Yeah. Resident Evil 1 on, on PS1, of course. Because it, uh, Jill, of course, the master of unlocking. Exactly. Don't open that door. Like, that game <laughs> is just like a treasure trove for, for just cringy bad dialogue. Well, won't you and take think... a look at this? It's so good. It's so good. I hope good. it's not Chris's blood. <laughs> very, very good. The remake is astounding. If only because it's all properly revoiced and all that, so it's like, oh, okay. But yep. you go back to the PS1 version, you're like, oh, oh okay. no, <laughs> yeah. Well, look, look, guys, the game is good, but the dialogue is pretty rough. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Last of all, I picked out a quote from uh, our old buddy, Old Snake from Metal Gear Solid Four. Ooh, okay. It's. It's from it's from a very cool scene, okay. and it's it makes me sad because the scene is incredible and the the message is really good as well. And what is happening is just oh that game, but the dialogue is you were the lightning in that rain, you can still shine through the darkness, and it's just like oh, oh. oh. no. Oh, you, you know the no. scene that's from, don't you? You remember that? I think vaguely. Where it's oh. where Raiden's stopping, like the uh, yes, no. that's right. It's, it's a so, really great scene. It's so, and I think the reason this is also I pick it cringy is kind of unfair against the dialogue is because of the lack of payoff for Raiden as a character. I'm like, just kill him. No, you've you've brought him back, Kojima. You should have killed him. Yep, yep. It underplays the entire scene, but yeah, that that line of dialogue, especially you were the lightning. A lot of those, <sighs> yeah, a lot of those like like Japanese developed uh, action RPGs have some pretty bad stuff in it. I can't think of any oh, specifics, yeah. but like, man, I, I, I know that there are parts in Bayonetta one and two that are just like, Oh, Oh no. Yes, absolutely. There are. Yeah. There's some <laughs> real bad stuff in there. There's some great stuff in there, but um, yeah, there's some rough things. There's some rough parts. Yeah, actually, like, actually, anytime uh, I, the the kid, anytime Cerve- uh, uh, Cerveza says anything, uh, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Look, game game dialogue, and it's it's getting better. It's getting yeah, better. Joel. It is. It is. Um, I th- I find it interesting that we you went for uh, you had like specifics in terms of like the writing of the line as well and the delivery. I was just focusing on like bad performances. Tail- I mean, man, two of two of mine have cringy performances. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay, <laughs> go and look up. Go and look up. I should have been the one to fill your dark soul with light, and tell oh. me what you think of that performance. I'm not going to look it up uh, because I'm going to wait because I'm that's that's next on my catch up stuff is is the Devil May Cry series. So, uh, and that the, ever, the reason I pick that as well, I always feel a bit bad criticizing 
the voice work. I'm like, that was really bad. It's like, well, I probably couldn't do any better. So yeah, and you, you, know. d- you don't you, you don't know if it was like a direction thing or, or exactly what. yeah. Like it's it's hard to tell. But I mean, you know, if you're looking at it from a purely like Ooh. I guess aesthetic Ooh. point of view, then yeah, <laughs> yeah, not great, man. Just oh, Simba in Kingdom Hearts two is so bad. So bad. I'm telling you, Joel. If you like, go back and listen to a lot of that dialogue from that game. It's, it, I mean, it is. it is. But like, Simba's just stuck out to me. I was just like, wow, this is not good. But like, I, I like, I kind of believe the stuff with like anything that like Sora and um, Donald and Goofy say because I'm like, it's they're already such like obvious caricatures that it doesn't matter. And I kind of buy that, but like, I have like, <laughs> I have expectations for like a Simba and it just doesn't hit it. It's, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's, that's right. my thoughts that's on that. That's fine. I promise. That's, no more Kingdom that, Hearts. No more Kingdom Hearts. That is your critique of Simba in Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. Yeah. I apologize about that. Okay. I reckon that's an episode though, Karen. All right. That sounds good to me, Joel. Cool. As always, thank you. For listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We do appreciate it if you've reached this point of the episode. It means you listen to us ramble on a bunch about a bunch of stuff, including games that aren't that new. But hey, it's never too late to catch up, right? That's what yeah. I like to think. That's what I'm finding <laughs> so, at the moment. <laughs> there's there's so much to play. Why not? Ooh, yeah. Uh if you would like to keep up with us on the social medias, you can find us both on Facebook and Twitter, where we are just dialogue options. Uh, you can also hit us up on our website, which is www.dialogueoptions.com. Uh, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, whether it's Podbean or Podchaser or iTunes, or even if you listen... I'm not sure if you can do anything with Spotify. We are on Spotify. I don't know if you can give us thumbs up I think you can or follow stars. us. Sure, do I'm that I'm pretty then. sure you can follow us. Either way, any sort of like feedback or sharing definitely helps us a bunch. Which you do, we do appreciate it if you can do that for us. Uh, trying to, oh, and I I also feel like I should bring up the contact form again on our website hey. because why not? Hell yeah! Uh, as as for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter at LemonManX. Where man, Joel, this weekend's busy. We've got RTX. We've got Evo. Uh, the Metroid HQ guys are doing a, a like a, a stream for like charity for like speed running through the Metroid series. Awesome! Uh, I, I retweeted that uh, the Doom Eternal reveal is coming in one week. Yeah, QuakeCon's next weekend, isn't it? Or is that is that heck yeah? Yeah, fucking a one week, Joel. One <sighs> week until we see gameplay for that game. Like a new Diva skin coming for Overwatch and freaking yes. a new poster for Kogi Season Three, like. It's been a good weekend for me, but uh, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where uh, the last thing I posted was my uh, July one second every day video. Uh, so if you want to see a second of every day of July for me, some of it's, uh, again, I promise I wouldn't say it, but there's a lot of Kingdom Hearts in there. Um, uh, yeah, and apart from that, the last tweet I posted apart from that video was, Fuck Sanctuary is an incredible song. And I'll just leave it on that. It's it's true. That's a it's a good point to end on. That's, that's... Uh, well, in that case, I'll let our wonderful theme song by you, Joel, take us out. 
and I will raise a glass to you for listening and to my good friend Gwyn, Lord of Cinder in Dark Souls 1, who decided that he didn't want to keep on living, clipped <laughs> through the floor and screwed my friend Brendan's playthrough over. So cheers to you, you bastard. We'll see you guys next week. See ya. Options podcast.